Blog Talk Radio. want to experience the very best of life, you must believe that you deserve the best. Too many religious people are taught to believe that they don't deserve anything. And some religious people even pray that prayer, Oh Lord, I know I'm not worthy. I'm going to ask for some confessions on national television. How many of you have ever prayed a prayer like that? Lord, I know I'm not worthy. Come on, up with those hands. Chicken. All right, I have to. I know better now. I know the truth and I'm free. But listen, anything that you don't feel you're worthy of, you can't have. Anything that you feel you do not deserve, that you're not worthy of, you automatically cut yourself off from that good. Listen, you cross yourself up when you pray and ask the presence of God in you for something, and then you say, now, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. You might as well forget it, honey. Believe that you deserve the best. Now, let me give you a bombshell. I want everybody to get quiet. Everybody who's walking, sitting in the nearest empty seat, quickly, listen. I want you to hear this. If you ever heard anything, I'm going to tell you something that's only going to take 10 seconds to tell you. But I want you to hear this if you forget everything else I've said. Because what I'm about to tell you will bring you anything good that you desire, and it will bring it to you quickly. It will bring it to you in the nowness of consciousness. Listen. Anything that you can actually think and feel that you are worthy of must come to you. Don't clap yet. Hold on. I want to be redundant about this. Please listen. Hang on to every word. Anything that you can honestly think and feel that you deserve must come to you. If any person in this congregation are listening on the radio or looking at on television, if you can honestly think and feel that you are worthy and deserve a million dollars, that million dollars must come to you. which we call the science of living, we say it this way. Whatever you want in your experience, hold it first of all, accept it first of all in your consciousness. If you could get a million dollar feeling, a million dollars would have to come to you if it looked like it was dropping out of the sky. 
it wouldn't actually be coming from outside of you. It would be coming from within your own consciousness. And of course, this is one of the great mystic secrets. Nothing really comes to you from outside of you. Everything comes to you from within your own consciousness. Everything comes to you from within your own inner feeling about yourself. Not according to what others think and feel about you, but your experiences come to you. Your cursing or your blessing, your good or your evil comes to you out of your own inner consciousness. And once again, let me make the startling statement. If any person could honestly feel and think that he is deserving and worthy of a million dollars, that million dollars would come to him so fast until it would make his head spin. Now, wait a minute. We've had an example in this service. Mother Packnett, who used to be the blind old lady, and who was healed. And she was taught by me and many of our services that we deserve the best. This is what I teach the people, that you deserve the best. You deserve the best because you're God's child. You don't have to beg God for anything. The day of begging, praying is over. This is the day of accepting the goodness of God. happening what's happening what's happening this is coach Kyrie, and of course now you know you are rocking with the best congratulations you made it to part three yeah standing ovation just for being in the building being on time being got that's a notebook out say yo i want to have wealth and power in my life coach teach me coach coach me coach show me the way well you got to be on time if you want to get it Thank you so much for joining everybody tonight. Um, we started this journey just two days ago on Monday and just allowing me to share some of my discoveries, you know, um, about wealth and about my desire to inspire as many people to realize you deserve to be rich. You deserve to be wealthy. And poverty is not your birthright. That's really my mission. And it's not monetary. It's spiritual. You need to have as many wealthy, inspiring activities in your life while you're on planet Earth as you can stand. And there's a lot of programming that says, I don't need it. I don't need to have a bunch of wealthy um, pro, uh, things going on in my mind. Poverty is okay, you know. Somebody's holding against me, you know. There's this, this. Listen, all of that is my new word today. Write this down. Is brule b r u l u l e b r u l e. That's called a bullshit rule. All right, a bullshit rule. That means it's a rule that you believe that's totally bullshit. Today we're getting ready to get in with some war rules, some wealthy rules, some rightful rules, some things that you need to know 
for you in order for you to start creating a more dynamic life for you to live in, improve your community, improve your family, damn sure help your karma and your next life, you know? Oh, my fault. If you're rocking with Coach K Radio, yeah, you do believe in reincarnations. Yeah, you do believe that this is not your first first merry-go-round or your first rodeo. You do believe that, hey, I have been here before. This is a cosmic contract. Why do you think people come back night after night to a show like this, part one, part two, and now they hear part three? Why would somebody come to three parts? Remember, any time that you run into somebody or touch somebody, you know that person from a prior lifetime, all right? You carry the same 300 to 500 to 1,000 people in your clan from lifetime to lifetime. You haven't met anybody new yet. You haven't had sex with a stranger yet. That's why everything feels so familiar. These words I'm talking to, I'm talking to your DNA. Your consciousness may be in the way, and I'm just talking to your DNA. Right. So please, tonight, pay close attention. I'm going to try to move fast this evening because I want to get as much Q&A and feedback from you all as possible. Um, I got bonus stuff that I'm putting up. Um, the material that we're covering is, I think it's chapter 16, 17, and 18 from David Kakanga's book, Happy Pocket Full of Money. Do you all have that written down? Happy Pocket Full of Money. You can find the audio at miracles4.me. He has an entire program over there that's marvelous for rearranging and reprogramming your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Um, I know the author. A lot of times people suggest books and you don't know who the author is. Start reading books that you know the author of. Like I got a section on my bookshelf of all, I got all these books that I have, and then I got one section of authors I know or authors that's close to me. You see what I'm saying? Or maybe I've, they were on the radio and I actually spoke to the author. Because that's important is building your network. Who do you want to have in your network? Look at the back of the book and look at the about author page. And he's probably got an email down there or a website. Get in contact with him. Why? Because the five people that you're hanging with right now is going to determine how much money you're going to be making in the next five years. Y'all's average Y'all's average is going to be what you will be making in the next five years. The call-in number is 607-203-5303. The chat room also is wide open. I appreciate everybody who is um, on board tonight for a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. Tonight we opened up with Reverend Ike and that Wu-Tang Clan, and it was all about you deserve the best. Your experiences come out of your own inner consciousness. What do you think about yourself? Write it down. Don't look at me. Write it down. What do you think of yourself? And don't, like, just write something down to make you feel good. What, i tell you what, let's write two answers. Let's, let's answer this two ways. Growing up or when you're at your lowest point, how much do you think you are worth? How much have you thought that you were worth when you were feeling low? And then right beside that, I want you to write, how much do you think is the maximum value, the maximum worth you are? That's your heart, them good lungs, good kidneys, liver and spleen, spine, brain, feet, all of that, skin. 
your personal experiences, your training, your blood, sweat, and tears, your trauma, drama, the tragic things that have happened in your life, and your victories, how much is that worth? Write them two numbers down side by side. You're going to learn a lot about yourself this evening. Now, I'm not going to let you forget why we're here. What are we here for? To talk about our goals. So if this is your first night here, you got to go back and catch the first two shows, but it's okay. If you were here last night, just like I do, I played the, the chapter we covered last night first. So it catches you up. You can take a, take a few more notes on that, and then we move right into the third, the third, third part of goals, which I'm telling you is going to blow you away. Somebody called me today and was like, what can I do to, like, jumpstart my – she said, I'm a newbie to wealth-mindedness, and I want to jumpstart um, my life into having more money. What can you advise somebody like me? I said, did you write your goals down? See, I'm always going to start at the beginning. Why you ain't writing it down? If you ain't writing it down, then it's an illusion. You just kind of like, you want to talk about it a little bit, but do you really want to get at it? So if you really want to get at it, then write all of them down. The lilies in the garden, what kind of tires or rims you want on your third car, what place you want to go. And I ain't even, y'all know what I'm talking about. Write it down. But tonight is going to get clear. We're going to jump directly into the program tonight. I'm going to play chapter, the second part of the goals from last night. And then we're going to do a little commentary. I'm going to take some feedback, some q and A. I'm going to do some uh, roll calls and house checking. And then we're going to move on to the third and final chapter, and I'm going to piece it together. Plus, I brought something extra for you tonight. I brought something extra for you tonight <laughs> for vocabulary purposes, all right? I brought a chapter for vocabulary purposes. So classes in session, anytime you see that hashtag and you see my name associated with it, best believe that's what's getting ready to happen. This is Goals, Part 2 from Happy Pocket Full of Money. Sit back. Pick up your pen, relax, and take notes. It is not enough to set goals. Goals must also be set in a certain way, a right way that is most friendly to the universal laws. These are the right goal-setting steps. Number one, list what you would like to have, do, and be between now and the next 30 years. List everything you can think of, small and large, places to visit, things to have, residences, experiences, partners, skills to acquire, things to do, people to meet, projects, charities, health, habits, everything. This is not a list of what you think you can achieve. It is a list of what would give you the most incredible life of your liking, whether you think you can achieve it or not. A life that is unbelievably fantastic for you. Your list should have at least 100 things in there. It is not hard to come up with at least 100 things for 30 years. To be very wealthy, have about 5,000 things. Even small details regarding your desires should be in there. Number two, for each goal you listed, write the reasons why you wish to have it. If, for example, you wish to have a large home, write down the reasons why. In other words, what will you do with and in this home? Put drama into it. Reasons empower your goal and make it easier to imagine and visualize and attain it. They give life to it and make the subconscious accept it a whole lot better. 
Number three, get cuttings from magazines, brochures, the internet, photographs, etc. of the items in your goals and stick them in your journal. Start a goals and visualizations journal on paper or computer. In it, place pictures of the things you wish to have, cars, stocks, buildings, boats, land, travel, clothes, or anything else. Refer to it often. Twice a day is highly recommended. The more real and detailed your visualization and imagination is, the faster and more accurately you'll realize your goals. Pictures are very important to have in your life. Number four, every day read your list, look at your pictures, and then spend at least 20 minutes twice a day imagining, animating, and visualizing in detail all your goals. If you meditate, and it is highly recommended that you do your goal visualization, do your goals visualization in meditation as well. Meditation puts you closest to the source, the best place you can be to plant your seed of visions into the field of infinite possibilities and creation. Number five, then... Here, now, do something that takes you closer to your goal. There is always something to do now, however small. It will open the next step to you, a step that may be unseen until the first act is taken. Every act is an act of self-definition and creation. Act deliberately and with awareness so that each act takes you closer to your goals, not further away. Act with purpose. Number six, do everything with gratitude. Think, speak, and act with gratitude. The gratitude of knowing that you are guaranteed success if you act in the ways of these laws. Gratitude is a statement of certainty. That is power. Be genuinely grateful and excited about the fact that you already have your goals realized, for they will be by universal law guaranteed, and so they are. This type of gratitude works wonders. Number seven, enjoy your fruits. Enjoy experiencing your goals when they manifest into your reality. They are sure to do so, guaranteed by universal law. Make sure your goals and visualization journal is portable. No point getting a journal that only stays home. You should also record important thoughts in it that you have, plus experiences and conditions. Record as much as possible on your journal at the end of a day or whenever is most convenient for you. A journal greatly helps you discover and create yourself accurately. Do not worry about the structure of your journal. Just make it easy to use for you. In your journal, also write problems you encounter. Suffering is an error in thinking, as you will see later in the conditions chapter. Writing down your suffering helps you evaluate it clearly and discover the error. Write down your feelings as well. This is very important because true feelings are communications from the soul, that part of you that is closest to the source. Do not confuse feelings with emotions and thoughts. Be careful about that. Write down good ideas and inspirations immediately when you get them. Perhaps the best time to get inspiration in a waking state is just after you first wake up in the morning. Instead of immediately taking on your baggage and planning the day or whatever, stay laying in bed and ask yourself about something large you would want to know. It will come to you very clearly then. Just when you wake up, before you are fully awake, relax and gently ask yourself the most important questions of your life. Gently, without arousing yourself. The answers will come to you in amazing ways, in ways that they never do during the rest of the day. In addition, when you start practicing what is in this book, ideas will start coming to you in large numbers from all sorts of sources, seemingly by coincidence. Have your journal handy. Do not wait to write later, right now before you forget or lose it. And do not forget to record the dreams that you have at night. One day you will find the use of that all in good time.
Dreams are not just useless images that come to you as you sleep. People think of the time they are awake in the day as their live time and when they sleep as their rest time. They think that all their decisions and useful activity is done when they are awake. Well, the amazing thing is that you, yourself, soul, or spirit, as you wish to refer to it, never sleeps. Your spirit, or soul, or whatever other term you are comfortable with, never ever sleeps. It just changes states of consciousness, dimensions of consciousness. You are multidimensional. Waking is one state or dimension. Sleep and dreams is another. And there are many more. And they all count. They all influence your life in the waking state, and vice versa. Even if you do not believe this, remember that all thoughts count, and dreams are thoughts, so they count, and of course, influence events in your life. You never really sleep, so to speak. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. To the extent that you are conscious of this and awake to it, so shall you have more of it. To make it easier to refer to your journal later, you can, number one, have separate parts of your journal for different types of information. Number two, make an index at the back. Number three, use different colored pens. Number four, stick tabs on pages you wish to mark. Or number five, or invent any system you like that ensures easy access to your information. Review and reread your journal at least once a month, preferably more often. Once a year, read all your journals. What happens when you reread is that you start seeing your life in a completely new light all at one go. You see successes you never thought you had, you see things you should change, and you see errors to correct. The whole point of keeping a journal is to review it for amazing opportunities to understand yourself better, see more clearly, grow faster. In making entries in your journal, enter the exact dates, time, and location. This helps you track down patterns, trends, and rates. The more events and experiences you capture in your journal every day, the more you will get out of your journal. Get into the habit of carrying your journal. When writing down and speaking of your goals, write in present tense. I am. I am. I am. No matter what you are trying to create next in your life, find a way of putting it into I am. For example, if you wish to lose weight, do not think or say, I will lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 10 pounds. Instead, say, think, and write, I am X pounds now. Do the same with wealth. The only time that exists in the universe, scientifically and spiritually, is now. Hence, I am. Do not worry how your goals will be fulfilled. There are powerful forces at work in all of nature with infinite intelligence and coordination. Things, people, books, places, TV shows, movie, etc. will start appearing and helping you to achieve your goals. In other words, coincidences will happen. Simply visualize your goals believingly. Shut out all other thoughts that negate your goals. The trick is in the details and inconsistency. For example, if having a new home is a goal you have, write it down in detail. Write down where the house is located, how many rooms it has, the size of the compound, the size of the house, the furnishings in it, and so on. Then visualize it that way. And do not change your mind. This is very important. Understand that the universe is in activity manifesting into physical form all your thoughts. Every single one of them turns into some amount of physical form somehow and somewhere. If you change your mind, you will be undoing your work. Just hold your thought until it becomes fully physical. Uh.
Listen, I don't know if everybody who's on the line tonight was on the first show. Um, this particular book where I got this from has 47 chapters. <clears throat> I've been through this book four times. But these, what I'm playing tonight, goals and a few other chapters, are my favorite and most played by far. I have it on my iPad mini. I got it on my cell phone, in my Google Play account, and I got it on both my laptop and my desktop in my iTunes, all right? So it's not a place I can be that I can't get a hold of this to say, okay, what do I want to listen to today? Goals. You know why? Because I deserve it. And, what, and like, at the very end when he just said, like, yo, consistency and details are the trick. Press 1 if you got one thing that really stood out to you tonight, if this is your first time hearing this or your second time hearing it or your third time hearing it, press 1 if you picked up one thing tonight and you want to share with me, like, yo, that really helped me. I really needed to hear that for the first time. Or I heard it again. I heard it last night, but it really helped me again, to, I mean, today. Yesterday I was writing in red ink. Then tonight I'm writing in black ink on the same piece of paper. You see what I'm saying? So um, the thing he said, including small details, what gives me the most incredible liking? It ain't about the money all the time. I told y'all in the first show, quit concentrating on the money and focus on the energy of money. The material, the thing that money gets, You'd always exchanging the money for the thing. Focus on the thing and put detail and consistency in it, even all the way down to the smallest niche. And put some drama into it. What do you say? After you write your 100 things down, put some drama into it. Let me get to the callers before I just do all the talking tonight. Caller from the 609. Thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate it. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? And your zodiac sign. Don't forget to give me your zodiac sign. Hey, this is Sharon from Atlantic City, Sagittarius. Sharon says Atlantic City. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you for calling in tonight. What's happening with you? What'd you pick up? Hey, hey, hey. Um, the thing that stuck out for me, I, I can't take notes because I'm driving. I'm trying to hurry up and get home. I just got off of work. But um, from re-listening to it um, was don't change your mind. Out of everything that I heard, you know, that was like, and it was like at the very end, but it's like, don't change your mind because, you know, everything that we think, you know, is going to manifest into physical form. And I have a habit of changing my mind a lot because I'll see something else that I like and I'm like, oh, I don't want that anymore. I want this. So that ties into what you were saying earlier about consistency is the is the key. So... That helped me out a lot. Do, do you know what I call that? You change your mind a lot. What? Indecisiveness? <laughs> Lucy from Charlie Brown. Remember? She always <laughs> wanted Charlie she always wanted Charlie Brown to come and kick the football, right? And Charlie Brown would back uh, up. So imagine Charlie Brown is the universe. You know, and mm-hmm. and you Lucy. And you tell Charlie Brown, back up, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then Charlie Brown start running and running and running, and then Lucy snatched the ball up and be like, oh, I kind of changed my mind. I'm going to go do something else. But the universe did all that work to bring you what you wanted, which was the activity 
and then your behind wouldn't change your mind. So, but the energy was still there, and it's going to manifest like the energy for him to kick the ball was still there. You wasted it. You wasted it. Lucy is the one who loses in that situation, not Charlie Brown. You see what I'm saying? Lucy is the one mm-hmm. who got the loose. She got the loose mind. That's why she called Lucy because she got the loose mind. So I'm glad that that stood out to you. Right? Hold on, because you get so many little things, which is why I keep telling people you got to know your definite purpose. You see something coming, you be in Atlanta, and you be like, oh, the housing market is is pretty good. So I'm gonna get into real estate this year. Like, what were you doing two years ago? I was doing customer service. And what about before that? Well, I was I was a graphic artist. And what about before that? Oh, I was in the fashion design. And what about before that? Oh, I was working on accounting. What were you doing before that? Well, I was getting my master's degree in uh, conflict resolution. And they always skipping around versus being consistent and holding on to their ideal. So I'm glad you caught that right there. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. All right. All right, don't go nowhere because you know I got this good stuff. I got extra stuff tonight too, so don't go nowhere. Okay. All right. Uh, next caller from the 323-356. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get the name and where you're calling from, please? Yeah, hey, Zodiac good. sign. Yeah, hey, it's uh, Matthew from Los Angeles, and I'm an Aries. Matthew in L.A., what's going on, baby? How you feeling tonight? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. All right, give me uh give me one thing that you picked up out of the recording that we just uh that we just dropped. Yeah, um, similar to the the last caller, I I what I caught was the very last thing: hold your thought until it becomes physical. Hmm. Why was that so big for you? Um, because pretty much, you know, there, there have been a lot of things that I've been, you know, working on and working on and working on, and at some point the thought comes in, well, maybe this isn't mine or maybe I'm not supposed to have this or I should be doing something different, and then I change my focus. And so, mm-hmm. like, to actually, you know, like, no nonsense, no distractions, no no nothing, be able to just focus on something until I create it just because I say so is really powerful. Like that that really speaks <laughs> to me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He said just because I say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, here's something that I, I don't like using the word hate because I love a lot. I don't say I love mm-hmm. everything, but I love a lot. Let me tell you, what I really can't stand is when somebody comes and run that brule. Did you write brule down? Bullshit rule. Uh, yeah. Somebody comes. And, sure somebody comes and says, "Hey, the brule is, um, well, if it didn't come to you, I guess, I guess you weren't supposed to have it. So you might as well switch up or change or divine timing. Everything in divine timing or some something something. No, it's the guy who kept digging that story of." Three feet. The miner was digging and digging and digging and digging on the land for a year, and then he said, "Well, there's nothing down here." Even though the scientist said it was, and he sold the land, and the guy who bought it only dug three feet and struck diamonds and gold and minerals and oil yeah. and all that. So I'm not selling a I'm not selling a diamond mine to somebody for pennies. You see what I'm saying? The universe uh-huh. has to give me. The universe has to give me 
what I have called for. It must. That's the rules. It, the, the the rule we break the most is when we give in and be like, oh, well, I don't know. And we start what I call poor mouthing or whining and complaining. No, man, be consistent and keep the attitude of gratitude all the way through. Did he did he say that? That was number that was number six. Do everything with gratitude and realize in the now. Like what what would it make you feel like to have a million dollar budget for a project? What would it make you feel like to not worrying about your rent being paid for the next two years or ever because you own the damn apartment complex? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If yeah. when you embody that type of joy, then you start to attract that much faster that would that which is supposed to manifest. So attitude of gratitude, brother, all the time, all the way through, consistently and with details. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. I got some bonus stuff tonight. Don't go anywhere. I'm putting you back on hold. Let me get back in the game, all right? All right. Okay, check it out, everybody. Now, I'm ready to move to this next section, right? Part three. This is the, that's why I call this, this is the Connect the Dots show, how to set goals for wealth and power. You must, this is time for you to learn how to apply what you've learned about money magic because this is step one, two, and three in money magic. You must think big to get bigger. Therefore, you must learn how to make bigger goals. This is the grand finale of this three-part series, and I'm going to show you how to implement what you've learned in parts one and two of this class. When you finish with this episode, you will have one of my biggest manifestation secrets. I promise. So without further ado, we're going to chapter the part, the third part of goals so you can see why I broke it down into three parts. But, of course, somebody raised their hand. They want to give me a comment <laughs> before we open it up. So I'm going to honor that person. Call it from the 754-213. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, baby? It's Aldo. Who is Aldo? What's up, baby? Tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. I tell you, I'm going to call him the um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, you on speakerphone and like you coming across, you on Bluetooth or speaker on, or something and like we can barely. I got I, all I caught was Aldo. Yeah, it's you need to invest in a new one. You need to get you a of these headphones. Okay, that's much better. Okay, yeah, I, I told you I was gonna call in today. The last two days I had to catch up, catch it on the rewind, or whatnot. But it, it's great, man. It's, it's great. It's perfect timing. And uh, I have a story to tell, you know, Come on, based on, you know, um, maybe like two weeks ago, I received, um, uh, I guess I, I received some tickets, you know, it was for uh, a seminar uh, and, and the title of the seminar was um, the millionaire mind experience, you know, yep, yep. And, I've, I've been there and I'm like, yep, yep. yeah. So so I got these tickets. I'm like, man, what, what are these tickets about? You know, I, I don't want to go to this thing, you know, and, and it be uh, you know, a certain, you know, vibe or whatnot. Then, you know, started doubting it. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. 
And then finally, when that when the week came, I'm like, you know what? I'm determined. I'm determined to change my mind. I'm determined to change everything and create the world that I want to be in, you know. And then so I go in there. You know, I go in there on Saturday, and I'm, I'm doubting everything. You know, I haven't doubted, but as soon as the guy steps up and he starts talking, I swear, man, it's like this light bulb just, just starts shining. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I'm catching goosebumps. I'm, I'm, I'm tearing. I'm crying. I'm sitting in the front of the road, and I got tears coming out of my eyes. Cause everything he was saying was like confirmation. It was like, you need to step out. You need to stop hiding your talent, stop bearing your talent, step out and start speaking out. You know, start sharing what your, how you think, your mind, and helping people because somebody, because you may have a lot of people that feel just like you. You know, just haven't, haven't had that push yet to step out there to achieve what they believe in or to achieve their definite purpose. So the whole time I'm like, okay, you know, what, what, is, what, what is the end game? You know, so they bring a real estate guy up. You know, and, and you know, well before the real estate guy comes, the guy's talking. He's giving his spill. He's a multimillionaire stock stock um, investor. You know, and he has a, he has one of the top programs for it. You know, and he's telling the story. He's like, you know, he's telling people. You know, he, his story was basically, what are the, what have we been taught growing up about money that's been negative, that's been that conditioned us to be so defensive when it comes to money. You know, he gives his life story, and he said, and, and pretty much he, he told everybody how to reprogram, to reprogram their mind, reprogram what they think about money, and don't think about either or. Think about both. You can have both. You can have your cake and eat it too. You know, the, 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 that, that, that thinking or that thing doesn't even make sense. If you have your cake, why wouldn't you be able to eat it? You know, so so so, so it, it was crazy, and, and it's like light bulbs after light bulbs. The whole time, eyes are red because I'm crying. You know, teary. I'm a, I'm a I'm an awesome man, and I'm like in a further row, and tears just coming out of my eyes because it was so much confirmation coming, word after word after word after word. I had like twelve pages of notes. You know, just taking everything down. This is this is how you need to ro- be reprogrammed. This is how you need to start looking at money. Stop stop looking at money negatively. You know, um, attract more money to you. Be positive. Praise money. Bless money. Bless the people who have money so that you can attract that towards you. You know, so I'm like, man, confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. So I go in. I have no money to my name, and I end up coming out with. $1,500 worth of services and products just simply believing and having faith that I'm going to do this you know, or whatnot. So I'm taking a real estate course with a company that pretty much helps you, it fronts you the money, and they only take 1% of the profit that you make after, after the property sells. And then I was able to sign up for the stock course. All of that, which is worth about, about fifteen thousand dollars, I was able to get for fifteen hundred, which I didn't have to pay a dime right then and there. Just, 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 just by being at the right place at the right time. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. See, see now you get now I got chills all over. 
because I am an excellent money manager. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not the tip. The the icing on the cake, I was at work. I was at work on Friday, and I needed to pay a bill on Friday. And... (laughs) And, I, and, I, and I'm listening to uh, to to some music while I'm working, and I'm like, man, I, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling hype, and out of nowhere, I'm like, I am made of money, and I said it was so so much like excitement and energy, and like five minutes later, I'm sifting through some clothes, and I find a wallet with fifty dollars in it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. You see what I'm saying? Cause it's all in the expression, just like at the beginning. What did he? What did Reverend Ike say? Reverend Ike said, "If you believe in your consciousness that you are worth a million dollars, a million dollars will have to come come to you as if it fell out of the sky." You must yep. you must listen to that Reverend Ike prosperity tape daily. Everybody, if you don't have it, go to CoachKyer.com. And right there, there's a page where you put your name in and um, your email address to claim your free gift. Go to CoachKyer.com. You'll get the song that played at the beginning of this show, the song that played at the beginning of the last two shows, and the last song that I play when we go out, okay? And I got a new cut on there tonight, too, on top of that Fat Joe Remy Ma all the way up uh, instrumental. Um, Bro, I done been to that joint two times. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. I know exact. I know exactly which uh, course, both of the courses that you're talking about, especially that stock course, because they just left Atlanta. I, I, I think they left Atlanta like in March or something like that. But what I what what I can add to that is keep doing your affirmations. My capacity to earn, hold, and grow money expands day by day. You know what I'm saying? My part-time mm. business is managing and investing my money and creating passive income streams. I have that tape. You remember like every 20 or 30 minutes they make you stand up and say those affirmations? Yep, yep. I have those. You, yep. if, if, you come, if you come to Atlanta and come into my office. Hey, hey that's another, my, that's another my, breakthrough. That's another breakthrough. Atlanta's on the radar in, in November. Come on, man. I I got whatever. I got two realtors over here. All you got to do is speak it. It's nothing. It's nothing. Just come on. Let's yeah. get it popping, yeah. son. Let's get it. Let's oh, get yeah. it popping. Oh yeah. But look, I want you to listen to this next piece about the goals. Listen to this part three. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on the edge of their seat, waiting. Like hit the button. Hit the button. And now somebody else has <laughs> raised their hand. They got a test. They got a testimonial too. So. Don't go anywhere, big brother. I'm gonna just put you on. I'm gonna just mute your line, but then I'm gonna come back to you yes, after, this, uh, after this piece. All right? Yes, sir. All right. Love you, bro. Peace. Love you too, bro. Caller from the two one five seven three zero. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, Karis Leah with um, Expanded Consciousness. I'm a Scorpio. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Leah is in the building. <laughs> oh. My show really must be popular. Yes, ma'am. We're in yes, alignment. Ma'am. We're you. all in alignment with the universe. <laughs> word, word. What did you uh what you gotta share with me right now? Okay, so I heard the last part and this is so important to me because I had to learn this and that was about being in the present moment and standing in your power because there is no time like the present moment. And what we need to realize is that 
all supplies does not like health or money. Health is not within the body, and money is not within your purse or within your wallet. It exists within your consciousness. Therefore, when we think that we are we are lacking in any aspect of our lives, it's not because we anything cut us off. The universe didn't cut us off. We cut ourselves off because whenever we are not in the present moment where that power exists and where all manifestation occurs, if we are searching for something in the future, we already cut ourselves off from that supply because only now exists. So what I've learned is that as long as I fully stay present in the moment and just allow these moments to keep this momentum, as every time I think of a thought without doubting it, I don't doubt anymore because I stand in my power and I know that I am one with that manifesting energy. So basically just staying there, like every moment is the moment you need to be in and sometimes I just let go of the thought of time. I've been manifesting so many things instantaneously because I've been standing in that power. Whenever you shift your thought into the past or the future, you cut yourself off from all supplies. Mm. She came on here with that science. She was like, bong, bong. Take that. Take that. <laughs> like, just like you said, there's, Nothing exists but the eternal now. There is no future. Yeah. You'll never, you'll never see the past. All you ever keep doing is now. Senyata used to tell us tomorrow never comes. You've never seen right, tomorrow, and you and you'll right. never see a yesterday. Never ever. You might write about her to talk about it, but you'll never see a yesterday. So yeah, right. definitely. And you're people gonna say, say, you're gonna say something else. People say God cut me off from something. God never cuts you off because God is always in the present moment. Whenever you let God, whenever you take yourself out of the present moment, you cut yourself off from that. God never cuts anyone off. God is always with you. <laughs> oh, boy, boy, boy. So that's where, that's where uh, what's his name, God edging God out, uh, the one that passed away, Wayne Dyer. Edging God out or living in sin means not being in the spirit of that power of that universal present eternal energy. Uh, Whenever you go into the past or into the future, you edge God out. God never leaves you. That goes right back into the first uh, Reverend Ike I played two nights ago. You got to go back and listen to that. He was talking about the children of Israel looking for other gods. And that whole phrase of I am, he said, I am God, and beside me there is no other. Because But that's the thing, the, yeah, we're, we're all gods, right? We're all gods on the third dimension. So if you worship a god outside of your own consciousness, then you lose your power because you are that I am, that I am awareness. God is your I am awareness. They better listen. Y'all better listen. Y'all better listen. Y'all heard what Lena said? Come up. She come off. She came off the bench unexpected. Was like, Coach, put me in the game. <laughs> so check it out. Don't go. Don't go anywhere because I want you to hear these other three pieces I'm gonna play tonight. So thank you for joining me tonight. I think this is your first time ever on my show. At least pressing the button, right? Right. Yeah. Because um. I actually just did an energy clearing for my um my 
mental, emotional, and spiritual body. And as soon as I woke up, I seen the number, like, instantaneously. And I said, let me call. <laughs> so I was, like, so in sync with um you guys right now. Word. You you absolutely are. You absolutely are. So stay stay in tune and watch me get you even more excited. I'm going to have you over there touching yourself. You can be like, whoa. Good. <laughs> now, let me open up my wallet. That's the PayPal money? All right. Uh, it's all about feeling good. <laughs> It is all about feeling good, absolutely. All right, thank you for calling in. Just hold on, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, caller from the 412. Everybody got a hand raised. They want to put their hand up now. Caller from the 412. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Dana Dane from Pittsburgh, Team Virgo. Team Virgo was in the building. What's up, Dana? I thought you were going to be late for class, but I know you just, you know, you was just Laying in the cut. How you doing tonight? I was late. I was late for class. I had unexpected guests. I'm hoping I can find this, like, in a blog or something so I can get this last class in. Well, all all of these shows are recorded. So the same link okay. that you see on my page, all you have to do is click the link, like, as soon as the show is over, and it's right there for you to catch it from the very beginning. Okay, so I just raised I, my hand to say, I'm here, I'm late, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the okay, last thing I ready. heard was somebody said, you said after this after this one, she's going to be touching herself, so I want some. <laughs> okay, yes, for sure, for sure. I got that for you. Don't even worry about that right there. Uh, Please. Uh, right. Let's get ready to rumble. A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gikandi Read by John Wayne Myers Disc 3 Target dates for goals are best set to the eternal moment of now. Even if you are setting a goal that you would like fulfilled 10 years from today, state it and think of it in present tense. Setting an arbitrary date in the future introduces a state of wanting and waiting. Wanting prevents achievement. Arbitrary target dates also interfere with the natural functioning rate of the universe, which you do not usually know. When you say, by the end of next year I will be a millionaire, how do you know that you could not have become one by the end of next month? Anyway, the only real time and place there is in the universe is now, here. Be exact. Define your goals and visions exactly. If you aim at nothing, be sure that you will get nothing specific. Talent, intelligence, and hard work without exact goals often lead to frustration. Thoughts take time to manifest into physical reality. Most people only think a few months ahead. Today they may think, I need to buy a house soon, and then they start stressing over it and struggling to get it. That is the haphazard, short-term approach. Try long-term. Imagine the power of setting goals 30 years in advance. By listing down and visualizing daily everything you would ever like to have over the next 30 years, you set in motion the forces of thought power in the universe well in advance, even if you do not wish to buy a house now, as long as you know that one day you would or might wish to buy one, start visualizing it now. Thoughts take time to manifest in the physical reality, so the earlier you start, the better. Life then starts working automatically. You start realizing your goals in time without stress and time pressure. Things simply fall into place. Remember that in your 30 years goal setting, even though you think you need something 25 years from now, set and think of that goal in present tense.
now. I am and not I will have. The universe will take care of the appropriate timing for you. You have to know where you would like to go if you wish to make sure that you get there. Otherwise, you will not get there. Have goals, plans, images, and visions. Have journals to record, track, and refine them. Without goals, plans, images, and visions, you will either not go very far or not as far as you are capable of going. How many goals should you have? You can never have more than enough. The wealthiest people have hundreds. Some have thousands. Some have so many goals it would take 200 or 300 years to have them all manifest. You should aim at having at least 5,000 goals. Understand the nature of goals. Number one, goals are images of the mind, the stuff that the universe uses to create. So the more you have, the more you give the universe to work with, and nothing is impossible or difficult for the source. Number two, goals have a tendency to just come true in the most unexpected times and sequences. The more goals you have, the richer your life experience will be. Number three, when you reach a goal, its power disappears. You no longer have a driving force, and the universe no longer has anything to work with. So the more goals you have, the better. A person with one goal will achieve less than one with 100 goals. A person with 100 will achieve less than one with 1,000 goals. The fewer goals you have, the more you will achieve less results or the results of other people. The more you set, the more you get. How could you possibly have 5,000 goals? Easy. Think of details and of everything. List everything, even small things like have lilies in my garden, decorate my grandmother's house for her, fly in the Concord, stay at the Ritz, donate to the Wildlife Conservation Fund, buy a BMW convertible, a Jeep, a jet, a boat, have a saltwater aquarium in my living room, get my father a golf set, buy books for orphan children, take a trip to the Great Wall of China, meet these people, date these type of people, Work with these type of people, these type of shoes, clothing from this designer, these type of chairs from this shop, these ski boots, see these places in these countries, and so on. You can never run out of things which you would love to do, be, and see in this planet. The more you have them in your awareness, the more you will start meeting with coincidences in your life that make them come true. Life starts working magic, and you have passion and excitement. Remember, wealth is abundance expressed. Again, wealth is abundance expressed, translated into physical, manifested. Abundance is all there is. It is your true nature and the nature of life. When you think of wealth, do not think only of money and business. Think of everything, everything that you wish to have, do, be, or see in your life and the lives of others. All life. Here is the greatest insight. You are merely an observer. Life gives under life all on its own. In any case, it all exists. All you do is observe and experience. Try to understand this. You are an observer with a body to experience your observations. It is what you choose to observe and experience that determines what you observe and experience. It is all there for you automatically. So choose many things, and you will see many things. Another thing you should understand about goals and thoughts is this. Your goals are caused by you and everyone else, and vice versa. In other words, when you intend to have a boat, it causes an inspiration in a person suited to build boats to get into the boat business. It also inspires all the necessary events and middle people to take part appropriately to bring about your having that boat. Everybody wins. What do you think caused this book to be written for you? It is the effect of your previous desire to be wealthier, the desire of billions of other people to be wealthy, and my desire to spread wealth and be it. 
It is because you desire that a thing is created. Without your desire, nothing is created, and all you desire is created. You can correctly say that you wrote this book. Life gives unto life. You are an observer with a body to experience your observations. That is how it works. You observe what you choose to observe. You experience what and how you choose to experience. The more goals you have, the more you allow life to work through you for the good of all. Life's ultimate goal is to express itself, and it does so effortlessly, following your exact intentions and beliefs. Once you see this clearly, you will know without a shred of doubt that what you wish to have wishes to be with you more than you wish to be with it. Life wishes for nothing more than to express itself. So do not be shy now. Have very many goals. Do not make the mistake of making your goals only in money terms. Wealth is abundance expressed. Abundance means plenty of everything. Money is only a small aspect of wealth. Many people fail to get wealthy because they plan their goals in terms of money only. They say something like, make enough money to buy that car or make a million dollars to buy a house. There is a huge error in that sort of goal setting. A close error to that is the error of having huge financial goals and very few other goals. Some people may set goals like make a billion dollars, but they have very few other goals. Why are both of these in error? Try to understand this clearly. Life is images of the mind expressed. It is that simple. Life is also precise. You automatically get exactly the amount of money needed to realize your most precise and certain images of your mind. And although you may think that money is the only way to get a certain thing that you like, life knows that there are many other ways of getting it, not just through purchase with cash. So if you have very few other goals and images in your mind, if you hardly think of anything else except money, there will not be much material for life to work with. To illustrate, imagine that it was possible to open a person's mind up for examination. Now imagine there were two fictitious people, Jorg and Lee, and they both wished to become wealthy. Lee wished to have a billion dollars, and that is all they thought about. On examination, Lee's mind showed few images of anything else. Even concerning his business or job, there were a few images or goals related to customer numbers, quality, products, and so on. There are also few images and goals on all other aspects of his life. Lee just had a strong wish, desire, and goal of becoming a millionaire. Now, Jorg also wished to be wealthy. However, unlike Lee, she also had cultivated many interests and desires in all aspects of her life. Her mind, on examination, was full of vibrant images of a wide variety of many things. It even had specifics on small details such as the clothes she wished to have, places to travel to, the deco in her offices, ways she wished her customers treated her, gifts she wished to give to her loved ones, and the rest of the world, and so on. Now the question is, all other things held constant, who do you think became wealthier and in a much easier and seemingly coincidental and lucky way? Jorg, of course, will be the wealthier and in an easier way. Life ensures that all of your mind's images that you hold true and clear are fulfilled. It's okay to wish to be a billionaire, but how exactly do you visualize a billion dollars? You see, the lack of lifestyle visualization is why many people fail to achieve their financial goals. It is very hard to visualize and hold fast in your mind a billion dollars. But it is extremely easy to visualize the lifestyle and business of a billionaire. Do not separate your financial life and goals from the rest of life, for the financial goals are only a means to an end, not an end in themselves. 
Remember, money is a shadow of value, a medium of exchange. Your goals should be on the value and the exchanges, not on the money, the shadow. Be of the state of mind that the source, life, God, only says yes to you. Never know. The only question then is this. What is it that you are asking for and do you believe it? Yet, never ask and tend, for even before you ask, it has been given to you. Whatever you ask for, whatever you intend, believingly, shall be yours. Without vision, we perish. The Bible. A major reason why people fall out of riches is that their goals reduce and their images of their mind fall. Sometimes this happens when something new comes into their life and they forget their original passion that got them wealthy in the first place. This new thing could be the birth of a child, the finding of a love partner, the achieving comfort, especially when a person comes from a poor background and gets rich and so on. None of these things is bad, but it is good to know and keep in mind that if you ever find yourself going down, re-examine your goals and mental images. That is a powerful start to your finding out what is happening to your life for life is images of the mind expressed. Read many magazines on all topics. Magazines give you ideas, images, goals, desires, and much more. The more images of mind you have, the richer your life will be. All other things held constant, to the extent that an individual or society has positive and grand goals in the right way, so will they have wealth and happiness. This wraps up our journey into thinking in the right way for wealth. Images, thoughts, and goals need to be in a certain way. They then need to be fitted into the bigger picture. In reality, thinking is step two of the wealth creation process, but it is the most often involved active step in wealth. Never, ever forget, however, that thinking is step two of wealth creation. It is very important that you always remember this. So what is step one? It is being, first cause. It is that which causes thought that from which thought springs, that without which thought would not be. Let us dive in deeper still. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Woo! Listen, I get pumped. I keep telling y'all, I stay pumped up when I'm listening to this one right here. You can just imagine, like, on Monday, I was like, yo, I got to play this. I'm ready to play this, but I was like, nope, if you play it all in one all in one show. Like, Monday night, we was on here for almost three hours. So I, And we only went through part one of the goals. Last night, we went to part two, and now, now we're on part three. I just nod your head if you see why I had to break it up into three days. Okay, good. I'm glad you're nodding your head. All right. Um if you got something out of that, you better press one. If you already, you know, if you if if you already open, if you already had hit one before, just hold on. I'm gonna come back to you. If you're somebody who has not commented yet, but you're just like, yo, what I just heard, kind of almost blew me away. Something just, you know, like really, 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 I just pulled something out of that. I hope I get somebody, like this is your first time that's on and you haven't even heard the first two yet, but I'm looking, you know, uh to see how it came out <laughs> in, you know, in your energy, right? And in your in your discernment. Hold on, I'm still I'm still putting things on my notes. Um wow. 
I got to jump on a few of these first. I need materials too, along with money. Wealth is abundance expressed. Did anybody else write down wealth is abundance expressed? Did, did anybody write that down? Wealth is abundance expressed. I love the part where he talks about it's not just a billion dollars, but it's the lifestyle. I think that was in the that that was in the second part of the notes where he says lack of lifestyle visualization. Woo! What comes with a billion dollars? I think a lot of people just say that because it sounds good and you know they want somebody to hear it. You know, I'm a billionaire. What's a billion dollars look like? A gym in my house, a movie theater in my house. Excuse me, a movie theater in the guest house, a pool for the guest house. Go look on YouTube and look at the house that Jordan sold for $26 million. okay? Look at that house. That's what billion-dollar lifestyle. Look at the gate that had 23 on the front of it. That's, that's when you're looking at lifestyle. Um, Adrian called in last night, and she was telling us about Pinterest. Well, Pinterest could be your moving vision board. Everybody write down Bagua Feng Shui, B-A-G-U-A, then Feng Shui, F-E-N-G, Shui, S-U-F-H-U-I, Bagua Feng Shui. Now, after this call, I'm going to show you. Now, I could do a whole vision board class. On, I'm giving you a whole class in like 10 seconds right here. First off, stop putting freaking words on your damn vision board. Okay, I ain't talking to Dana because she heard me. So I'm talking to everybody else. You always got to put some words on your vision board. Don't put no words on your vision board. Comprende? All right. Now, when you, um, as a matter of fact, draw a tic-tac-toe symbol. Draw a tic-tac-toe symbol. Everybody draw a tic-tac-toe. We're going to see who's paying attention right here. I might ask you to take a picture and post it on, uh, post it on my page. All right, in the top left-hand corner, I want you to put wealth. I want you to put wealth and prosperity in the top left-hand corner. All right? In the middle, I want you to put good fortune. Good fortune in the middle. In the bottom right-hand corner, I want you to put helpful people. Helpful people and travel. Helpful people and travel. Now, in the top right-hand corner, I want you to put relationships Relationships, partnerships, maybe even marriage. And in the bottom left-hand corner, I want you to put wisdom and self-knowledge. Wisdom and self-knowledge. Now, stop right here. We've only, we've only done these five, right? Each one of these, you're going to put pictures in on your big poster board. I'm mapping it out for you, all right? No words. And you're going to put the things that exemplify wisdom to you. If you want to say, this is where I want to go, and I want to go to Paris, cut out a picture of the Eiffel Tower and put it where? Bottom right hand. If you want to be married and you ain't even sure what he looks like, take a whole bunch of wedding bands or people holding hands and print it out and put it in the top right hand corner. If you uh, can go further than that, take a picture of two people sitting in yab yum position or two people kissing or staring deep into their eyes, whatever it is to you. And then in the wealth prosperity, well, that's my specialty. I put diamonds. I put big big bags of money. I put um, cars. 
I put mansions, all that's in the prosperity corner. Are you keeping up? Now, the good fortune in the middle is what's what's the epitome of when all this comes together for you? That's your that's the center. I want you to feel that out. I want you to put the images there last, okay? Now, straight up at the top, in the, in the middle, between wealth and relationships, I want you to put fame, reputation, and social life. Fame, reputation, social life. Fame, reputation, social life. Now, all the way at the bottom, right up under uh, good fortune, between uh, wisdom and helpful people, I want you to put career, and life mission, career and life mission. What does your career and life mission look like? Those are the pictures you put down there. At the top, one time I made a vision board one year, and when I put fame, I just put a picture of Muhammad Ali up there with his hands in the air. And I think I put a picture of Little Wayne because Wayne was hot that year. That's famous when you can just see somebody and somebody just call you Little Wayne, and this is everybody knows you around the world. Put something up there that represents fame. That's like a brand. You understand? All the way on the right, between marriage and helpful people, put children, creativity, and entertainment. Children, creativity, and entertainment. Children, creativity, and entertainment. And to the left, I want you to put health, family, and community. That's between wealth and wisdom. Isn't that, look at how it's sandwiched. Look at health, family, and community. This is when you start putting a vision of your community or your healthiness. You got some weights over there, some bulging arms or the perfect legs or something like that. Or you got the family at a cookout or laughing and rolling on the ground or taking a family portrait. Don't put your family picture in the top right-hand corner. Don't put marriage in between wealth and wisdom. Marriage and relationships is in the top right-hand corner, okay? Nod your head if you, if you understand what we just did. All right. This is a Bagua Feng Shui map of how you do a proper vision board, okay? Now, you can type that in. You can type in Bagua map, as a matter of fact, and then click on images on Google, and you'll see this one pop up. They have different colors, and there's thousands of them. I just gave you just the simpler ones, okay? I just gave you something very simple. I hope this was, if this was helpful, I want you to press one and come on the air and say, yo, that was helpful. That feng shui map, that was boss guy here. Appreciate it. Um, I got more that I want to go into, but I want to make sure I get people a chance to communicate what they just got out of this. Plus, plus I got bonus tonight because a lot of y'all think you want something, and I used to think I wanted something, but desire and want are two different things. Because remember, who caught that at the very beginning, what he said? He said, wanting prevents wanting prevents achievements. Write that down and put an asterisk beside it. Wanting prevents achievements. All right? Okay, call it from the 330. The mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yo, this is Eric out here in Columbus. What's happening? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? I see y'all got a gold medal a gold medal coming to y'all this year with uh with your girl. Um, I, her name isn't, uh, I think her last name is Bill or something. She just won, like, all these 
gymnasts, trophies, and championships. She, she's from Columbus. I was peeping her, so I was like, I don't, why Eric ain't throwing this in my face? He got LeBron all over my forehead. Why he ain't talking about this? Why he ain't telling me about this? Why ain't me about this little cutie right here? But uh, I man, you just put name. me on tour. Um, she's one. Mo- she's the most decorated gymnast in American history. She's only 19, and she's just like won everything like in the last year and a half. And she's and she's the she's the runaway favorite to win the gold in Rio in five months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's from Columbus, Ohio. So big shouts out. You know what I mean? Big shouts out to Columbus, Ohio in the building. Yeah, man. It's that hard way, man. They don't call us that for no reason. Oh, Lord. I shouldn't have got him started. Okay. Tell me what you heard out of this last uh, goals right here. Tell me what you got. Uh, The thing that really stuck out to me uh, that was something that I I realized why I've been meeting with such frustration is uh, it was like the third sentence he said, talent and hard work without goals will give you frustration. (laughs) Um, And uh, I can tell you that my life is a living proof that that is the case. Uh, And especially if you you don't, I I like to think that I'm talented and I am definitely a hardworking sort of person. Um, but and you frustrate without without the 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 proper technique to set your goals and to achieve them. Uh, yeah, it has led me to frustration. Mm. So what's the action plan? What's the intention? Talk to me when you heard it, and you know he karate kicks you in the stomach. What you know, what you gonna do to get back? Uh, well, I need to do a lot more journaling. I need to actually write out my goals. Um, instead of just kind of taking mental note of them uh, and really be more focused on uh, sort of the the nuts and bolts, the practical things, the making sure I carry my journal, making sure I write in it, making sure that it's easy to access, all of those different things that we learned about yesterday. And asking yourself at least twice a day, Am I visualizing the lifestyle that I want? Yo, that's important. Like sometimes yeah. people will look at somebody and be like, "Yo, you sitting on the couch? You this is you still sitting on the couch from this morning, right? Because I'm visual because the lifestyle that I'm having, it's a lot to visualize. Riding in private jets, you know, my assistant making sure I'm picked up in the proper Bentley, flying over and ordering my Maserati." With the with the uh, blue leather, with the yellow with the yellow stitching on the interior, the convertible, with the red brakes on it, and me just getting a tour of the factory because the CEO really likes what I'm doing for the world as far as helping people uh, realize wealth consciousness. And then Ferrari wants me to come over and see them. Plus, I got more books that's being written. Plus, I got this all these. I got two or three big ass houses and and and, and penthouses. It takes a while for me to visualize that. Sometimes you got to break it down, Big E. Sometimes you got to be like, I'm going to just visualize my crib in the Virgin Islands. See, and always tie them together. You might not do them in every visualization, but always tie them together. So when you sit back down for the next visualization, like, we know you're going to have something, you know, stanky in Columbus. But what about your Atlanta crib? What about your Miami crib? What about, you know, what about the Hollywood Hills? You know, what about Canada? 
What about the country that you've been wanting to go to that you ain't got to yet? You see what I'm saying? How often do you visualize having a home paid for? Don't leave that out of your visualization, too. I don't want nobody visualizing no damn mortgage or no damn house notes. Visualize the house paid for. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, I'm with that. Definitely. Right. So what do you think about that idea of just spending five or ten minutes visualizing, and then when you come out of it, grab your no- grab your portable notebook and writing that stuff down? Yeah, I think that'll be incredibly helpful. You know, this um, this whole class that you've been doing, something that uh, is being reiterated to me is the power of association. Um, you you know mm. that, that I speak Spanish, and the way that our teacher taught us, I've always thought was really genius because he taught us through association instead of memorization. And uh, really, when you're doing this visualization, these visualization exercises, and you're seeing yourself driving the car, or you're seeing yourself paying money for the house, or you've got all these other various details that you're putting around the goal, you're just associating more information with the goal, which the universe can't help but but bring it into reality. The more that you associate it with it was basically what uh, what he was saying during that last chapter as well. Association, baby, and what we write on paper makes paper. Um, mm-hmm. I want your home. Your homework tonight is go on YouTube and type in TED Talks. How to be a millionaire in three years. That's that's for you. Now I know somebody else on the Dana's going, she's already writing it down. Me too, I'm gonna go look it up. But that's strictly for you right there. Cause he's gonna do the he's gonna do an acronym of the word B I G. So I want you to go look up Ted Talks, How to Be a Millionaire in Three Years. Even though he doesn't even mention it in the entire speech, that's the name of the heading. Okay? So look at that. And, a, and I want you to say t- and say, why the hell the coach, after me listening to this, tell me to go watch this, and it's gonna tie it together for you. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, people over here raising hands. Leah got her hand raised. Let me bring Leah in right quick. Leah, what's going on? I saw you uh, 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 take your hand down and raise it back up. What you got for me? Oh, I just wanted to say when we talk about visualization, that people really, really need to understand that the end is always the beginning. Stop focusing on the how. Stop focusing on how things are going to happen. And see yourself in your mind's eye already having right here in the now whatever it is you desire. Because we're working with thought, emotion, and action. So always remember that the end is always going to be the, the beginning. You see yourself in already in that position you want to be in and then work your way towards right. it because the universe is going to work in your favor every time. Why are you giving out these tantra lessons around here? That's what I be telling these women who talking about they ain't having no orgasm. I said, because you didn't visualize you having an orgasm before you took your clothes off. <laughs> Don't be sitting there telling me talking about it's his fault. It's his fault you didn't have no orgasm. You wasn't visualizing no orgasm. You know what I'm saying? It's Visualize your orgasm. Right. It's always mental. <laughs> Same thing for them brothers who be having them erectile dysfunction. You was visualizing coming too quick. 
That was the problem. Yeah. Don't be visualizing <laughs> coming too quick. Visualize her putting her hand on your chest saying, wait, 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 give me a second. Wait, wait, I'm good. Hold it, hold it, hold it. And that's what she'll do. You know what I mean? You brought up I think, I think when it comes to that, people need to, like, focus more on the spiritual realm, like, you know, you know, look into someone's soul and just make love to that person first. Don't think about the physical orgasm. Well, you, now, so you're giving out them advanced lessons. You know, that's for people who meditate. If you ain't meditate, they ain't even ready to comprehend <laughs> that. You know, they ain't even. I, I'm, 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 I'm talking to my, 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 my new mentee. He's 17, and he's a virgin. I can't explain to him about oh. making love, making love to the soul yet. You know what I'm saying? He got to, he gonna have to go, <laughs> he gonna have to go through the feeding part and all that other stuff. But he's asking some very intelligent questions about why women. Every time I say, "Boy, you asked the most why women questions," I was like, "I need to be jotting these jokers <laughs> down and putting them in a book. Why women this and why women that?" I was like, "Bro, stop asking why." Stop asking why. You need to be focused on what you're doing. He was like, "Yeah, but I ain't had none yet." I was like, "Damn!" I said, "I got to." I, I said, "I got to go." I got to go all the way back. So, for those of you who are not virgins, then what Leah said is very much uh, relevant to making love to someone's soul and being there at the heart level. Um, but, however, for those of you who don't meditate, then it's okay because Sanyata used to teach us. You need to stoke the fire sometimes before you cook something, okay? So mm-hmm. the physical the physical penetration and touching and all that is the stoking of the fire, you know, but uh, there needs to be some, some eye gazing in there and what I call some marinating, you know what I'm saying? Let that thing just marinate for a second. You ain't always got to be in and out and side to side and all that and humping back and forth. Just let it marinate and just look at the reaction that your partner will give you if you just if you're just letting everything marinate. Woo! I'm fanning myself. Yeah, I think because I'm have a good... when when you started when you started off that way, you're both healing internally. Yes, I think I'm. I think we're gonna have to sign up for your class. You know what I'm saying about proper <laughs> lovemaking. That's what I'm talking about. You be talking about all that consciousness, but uh, people they want to hear about some. They want to hear about getting some skins too. So. I mean, that, that, that comes right after. That comes right after. Nothing wrong with that. Nobody's <laughs> keeping that away from anybody. <laughs> she said right after. She didn't say, like, later on. She said right after. Oh, right, right after. It comes right after. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, sweets. I'm going to put you back on hold, and then I'm going to open up somebody else's okay. line, okay? All right. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. Aldo, what you got for me? Coming at you. What did you pick up about this last chapter? <laughs> Man, I'm just soaking it in, man. I can't even think right now. I'm just soaking it in. And you know what? In the um, in at the very beginning of this book, he talks about the first time you go through it, like just let it hit your subconscious. Just let your because when you play something, sometimes we want to take a lot of notes and stuff. That helps with the with what's going on in the subconscious. But sometimes if you listen, just the fact that you're being still and not knowing anything else is you're giving your subconscious permission to soak it up, you know, and your mind recalls everything, even though you may forget. So that's why I say repetition, repetition. I'm listening to two or three or four chapters of this every day around the crib, washing dishes. I might not be taking notes. Um 
uh, fixing up on a website, I might not be taking notes. You know, organizing or folding clothes, I might not be taking notes. But I'm letting my subconscious mind have the programming. And just like Leah said, it goes thoughts, emotions, and then actions. And once you put the actions on it, I'm sorry, once the programming is done, the actions are a result of what you program the subconscious mind with. The thoughts were the conscious mind, then the emotions charged the subconscious, and then the next thing that came out of that was the actions and the result. So, yeah, I I haven't been able, like, I've been listening while I'm at work, so I haven't been able to to write any notes, but I know I'm going to go over this for the next couple weeks. I'm going to be listening to this for the next couple weeks. Planning. Absolutely. I I want you to because um, I'm getting ready to get in on them stock options, too. I'm going to give you this website. I want you to look at, oh, yeah, um, askthewiz.info. A-S-K. I've heard of that before. Yes, he's in Atlanta, too. Askthewiz.info. And, um, you know, as you go through the course that the brother will have at the Millionaire Mind Intensive, then you can look in parallel and see what kind of picks this brother, what kind of results he's getting as well. Because he posts his results yeah. every day. Yeah. All right, big brother. Okay. Yeah, man. Money, money time. Money time, man. Money time, baby. Money What's time. Up? Where my money at? Uh, hey, hey, hey. Let's get ready to rumble. Hey, hey, and we got to hit the, the reserve again. Hey, I promise you, I was, um, everybody, Aldo is talking about the Federal Reserve. That's down in Atlanta. So um, I like going on. I like taking lovers and and girlfriends to the Federal Reserve for dates because <laughs> you you can go in there like they have a a, a, a case of five dollar bills and there's two point three five million dollars inside that case. There's a gold bar. And when's the last time you've been within what? Six inches of a real gold bar. When's the last time you looked at two million dollars in cash? When's the last time you saw how money moved around? So, um, mm. yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was like, I, I, I almost, I almost went down there. I had a crazy toothache today, so I ain't really been doing too much. But I was getting ready to take my butt down there today, like earlier, to just, you know, just you know, just walk in there. And there's a bench. That you can sit on and just look at the two point three five million dollars. You know what? Oh, they won't let you take it. They won't let you record nothing, and they won't let you take pictures. Or take pictures. But I. But guess what? They cannot stop me from taking my journal in there and writing down my freaking goals while I'm sitting in front of that money. What would be what? What a better place to write down my billionaire goals in a mm. place where where it's guaranteed at at least to be. One billion dollars inside that bank. It's guaranteed. It's the Federal Reserve. It's the Federal yes, Reserve. Yes. All, all the money, all your money that's in Florida is coming from the Atlanta Federal Reserve. I don't care if you in Pensacola, Jacksonville, Miami, man, whatever. They, they, they got a trillion, man. They got a trillion in there. <laughs> and it's on 10th Street. So if anybody's in Atlanta and they would ever want to go um, and get freaky. And get turned on and, and visualize wealth firsthand. Y'all come on and just let me know when y'all on the way, and we're gonna shoot through there. 
I know Dana. I already know Dana. Let me open up her line right now. Dana is. Uh, <laughs> she probably. She probably like. What about me? Is you gonna take me up in there too? Dana, your mic is wide open. What's happening? You trying to go to the federal uh-huh. with us? I'm. I'm listening. I don't inbox you pictures of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look, when you do make the trip, I'm going to make sure I'm in the ATL. I'll make that trick. I'm going tomorrow. What you mean? You gonna, what, you going to be down oh, here tomorrow? No, like, tomorrow. No, nah, it's open tomorrow. five days a week. It's open five days a week, Monday through Friday from 9 to 4 Free. p.m. Free. And I'll, miss, free. I'll miss that field trip in the ATL. I'll miss that field trip. I'm in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Well, whenever you get down here to Atlanta, you just let me know. Make sure you make sure your trip includes a weekday, okay? Because they're closed on oh, Saturday yeah. and Sunday, so don't come through here and just came on late Friday afternoon, left out early Monday morning. You're gonna miss the money, all right? So whenever oh, you I'm, I'm fall surfing in on the money. I ain't gonna miss it. I'm surfing in on the money. I'm riding the money in. Okay. I'm gonna be on the money all okay. the time I'm there. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So why we got you on here, what did you pick up from this last chapter? Was it worth waiting two days for to get to this chapter? Oh, definitely. Now, I did catch the tail end of it, but I was really listening to the sister that spoke, like, right before this brother right here. I was just digging what she was saying, too. I like that. It made me think about, like, that's why a lot of people are saying they can't find a good man or a good woman because everybody just wants to have sex. They're not doing it. You know, it's mentally. They're not visualizing. They're not visualizing anything. Everybody's kind of in a, in a fog. Write that so down. That's a whole another topic. Lifestyle visualization. Lifestyle. That might be a whole show. Lifestyle yeah, visualization. Lifestyle. Cause this is okay. Let me do my confession. Aldo, get ready. Everybody, get ready. Eric, get ready. I'm gonna have to open Eric's. Hold up. I'm. If, if you got your hand raised, I'm coming to open your line up. Don't say nothing yet. I'm just opening all my folks' lineups because. I'm getting ready to talk about Jesse Williams, all right? So y'all just listen for a second. You, um, I got your line open. If you heard the little beat, so this is here's my problem. And I'm not hating on Jesse Williams. Listen, I'm not hating on Jesse Williams, but the biggest problem in all communities is not freaking police violence on black people. Yo, if I got a platform like that, somebody was like, yo, Kaye, what would you do on a platform like that? I would talk about money and meditation. Economics. Money and education, where Jesse basically got up there and just money. He, he, he got up there and said, oh, now we just busting our ass to have the man's brand on our back when we used to have the man's brand on our back. That was some whack ass poetry to me. Now, guess hold it. It was effective, and everybody's hollering Jesse now because so many people are their lifestyle visualization is around suffering. I can't relate to police brutality because I don't visualize it and I don't watch it. You understand? So his message didn't hit home for me because. He ain't talking about no damn money. Bruh, you are on Grey's Anatomy. You should have walked out there and held up your check. If you're talking about you a humanitarian, a humanitarian will help us get out of this poverty consciousness. Can I get an amen from somebody? Let the church say amen. amen. So why are you up there telling me about the police 
Uh, don't be talking about being black if you ain't black. Don't if I make you uncomfortable. Talk about some money then. Talk about some money. Then you don't got to worry about that because it's only poor people that's getting beat up by the police. So I ain't gonna sit there and tell the police don't beat up poor people. I'm gonna tell poor people get rich and they won't put their hands on you. But but it's not only poor people getting beat up. It's not only poor people. Now you got to think back to Johnny Gamage and everything. Everybody can't talk Ooh. about money because everybody don't know about money. So there's been Ooh, some rich Johnny people Gammage. that get profiled. See, I'll see that that was over here on the East End, like in the 80s or something. I might, y'all might not even have been born back then. But he was a pro football player that got beat up by the police in a white neighborhood. He got killed, actually. So that does happen. Like, it can be a brother in a brand-new car that gets profiled somewhere and gets killed. So no, no, hey, uh, if it's a whole mob of us and we all got money and one of us yep. goes down, believe it's going to be an issue. It's going to be a lot more of an issue if we're all millionaires than it is if we're all thousandaires. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I think if we're all millionaires, then we can all create wealth where we don't even need to be. You know, the wealthy neighborhood can be our neighborhood. And really, you know, this it goes it? into the Black Panther thing where we need to police our own selves and things like that, where we become more wealthy as a whole, not just financially. But, you know, it starts financially. It starts mentally. You just have to be wealthy spiritually, in every area, then you'll take care of your own. And one of the most important things that I took in this past weekend was when the guy was like, in these hospitals or these um, cancer facilities, even though these people may be evil people in some people's eyes, but you also know poor people opening up, you know, donating to these big organizations, these clinics, these hospitals. You don't see poor people doing it. So, if you want to be have some power in this world, you gotta have you gotta have some wealth. You gotta if you have some wealth. The world, right. You gotta have some wealth. Right. You need also like Reverend Ike. I ain't gonna hate nothing. on that brother. That took a lot of courage, so I ain't gonna hate on that brother. And he was fine. So true, it wasn't true. like some bugaboo got up there and said something out his neck. I'm respecting the dude for what he stood for. How many women is on this true. line right now, though? Because he was good looking. I heard him. A whole lot of people heard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that made a whole lot of people listen and start singing Jesse's song. <laughs> right. He light skin, green eyes, talking that good black stuff. That's okay, but what he also showed you is that what he also showed you what he also showed you is that B E T a Viacom owned company knows the formula to get you all to react. Viacom was watching. Viacom is watching Facebook to see what Jesse Williams is trending as. So Oprah now they can Viacom. Oprah bought Viacom out though. Oprah just bought no, it back. Oprah That's why they got all the BET. That's why they got all them black shows back on there. Oprah does not own Viacom. Yeah, she no. She bought BET back. She yeah, she owns it now. I, I, I thought that, I, I thought that was a, a side tire. I thought that side tire. No, Viacom did. Viacom brought BT from Johnson, but Oprah just now took Viacom back. She just got it. I mean, she just bought BT back. I don't. Nah, I think that's that a fake story. That would be in the news. That, yeah, that's a fake story. That's not in the news. That yeah, because she it's don't there. do it. Cause like they no. said, real G's moving silent. No, she, no, she no, owns no, no. it. I'm telling you. If you, if you spend, if you spend eight. Listen, if you spend $800 million on anything and you black or you white, then you will be 
in the news. And all I have to do is type in Oprah BET, and there is no story of it. So if you shift the ownership of BET, then you're going to see it on the Internet. LeBron James just... LeBron, thank you. You're going to have to. LeBron James just turned down $24 million for his contract, and everybody's talking about that. If Oprah Winfrey buys BET, everybody's going to hear about it. You know, but what yeah, they're doing is because everybody didn't even know Viacom, Viacom owned it. People didn't even know Viacom owned no, BET. The people, they still think it's black me, entertainment. It is black entertainment. That's, that's what it stands for, but it's owned by Viacom. That's why the programming just changed. But what we're saying is Viacom understands that Jesse get, showed them what the formula is to get people to watch their award shows. It's still about Hollywood. Matthew, where you at? Matthew, get on here. I need my I need my white producer yeah. from Hollywood to get on here and talk a little bit. Yeah, I need my white producer to come on here and, and um Matthew, um yeah. is it about messages or is it about revenue? On those commercials on shows like that. Wait, is it what messages or revenues? Is it revenue? Is that what you said? Like if yes, is it about the revenue that the show makes on this while it's on the yeah. air at a prime time yeah. spot, or is it or yeah. is it about the message that somebody gave? Which which one was more no, important revenue. to them? The the Prince tribute the that they did all night. Or, or Matthew keep telling me revenue. Don't ask me nothing next time here. About revenue, right? Yeah, it's all, it's all so, money. It's all revenue. It's all revenue. That's why I don't have a – I'm not mad with Jesse because he's playing his cards to say, hey, I'm going to help you with the revenue, and y'all going to help me out. And they're saying, no problem. You helped us make this one of the most viewed segments in history. Everybody's mm-hmm. now going to be wanting to look at more B, uh, BET programming. We're going to be able to take these numbers and go to advertisers and raise the rates and say, look how many people watched BET um, um, award ceremony the other night. And am I close, Matthew? Is that how, is is it, is it going to be something similar to that? Oh, absolutely. And I just you know like, like I remember a year ago there was uh, man I don't remember the specifics but. You know, like the, they were saying how the BET Awards, like nobody watched it, or there was like the revenues were really low. Like there was something last year, I, I don't remember what it was. But then, so this happens this year, and like the, you know, the ratings get boosted, everybody's talking about it, and yeah, the, the revenue. Exactly. Now I don't want to turn the show into a Jesse Williams show because he's already gotten enough time. But my thing is, I think it's more so human psychological programming around poverty. Make a full sentence right. around poverty. It's got to change to human psychological programming around prosperity. That's what I'm about. Mm-hmm. That's what Leah's about. Yeah. That's what the people that's on this phone is about. You didn't just look and see the number and was like, I wonder if Kyrie is going to be talking about ingrown toenails tonight. No, you know if I'm on the phone, <laughs> I'm talking about some damn money. You understand? And not just money, but Matthew, what did I tell you the other day? Not the money, but the what? Oh, the energy of it, what it provides. The energy of it, the results of it, because my mind power is stronger than any money. Everybody, please get this book. If you don't already have it, Dollars Want Me. It's only 54 pages. You can go on YouTube. You can listen to it in 43 minutes. If you don't have it, send me an inbox, 
and I'll send you the audio and I'll send you the um I'll send you the PDF because dollars don't have any power until you assign it something to do. It doesn't do anything until you assign it something to do. So that's why I am on this whole thing about, yo, let's get wealthy. Let's get this money. This is important for us to change our psychology. Call us from the 323. Monica, Marina Del Rey. Yeah, but I'm not getting paid Hello? for enough. Hello? I'm spending Hello? most of the money I get. I ended up the fucking I don't know what was going on with her, what she was talking about. Call her from the 951. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you call calling from, please? Amy. Hello. California. Hello. Who, who is this? This is Amy from California. What's up, Amy? How you doing tonight? Okay. Call late again. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Uh, you want to weigh in on something that you heard? Uh, so far, I only really caught um, the end. I caught on to the feng, sh- the feng shui part, but I was just when you record when you play the the book again, then I'll listen. But I did get about the YouTube you just said about what did you say it was called? Uh, the do- uh, the dollar wants me. What was it called? Dollars plural uh-huh. want me. Dollars okay. want me. Just dollars. That's want it. Me. Okay. Dollars yeah, I'm going to YouTube for that after this class. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you for joining me, too. And make sure you go back and just, when the show is over, click back on it, and you'll be able to catch it from the beginning, okay? I will. All right. All right. Let me give Carla from the 323. Carla from the 323-809. The mic is wide open. Are you, are, are you with us right now? Hello? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, who's calling? This is Dixie from the LBC, California. This is who? Vicky. What's going on, Vicky? What you got to share? Uh, what you got to share with us tonight? They are just um, trying to get their ratings and make their money. They don't care about the people. No, 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 about... we oh, no. Oh, oh, we're not. We're not talking about BET. We no, no. We ain't. We ain't going off on. No, we already finished that conversation. We talking about. <laughs> I know, what did you, yeah? What did you pick up from tonight's? Uh, what What did you pick up tonight, from tonight's class? Yeah, awesome. My nugget okay. is yep. stay consistent. Don't worry about what the media is doing. Stay on my grind. Stay on my goal. Stay on my magic. Finish what I And Vicky, and Vicky, Vicky, Get what did done. you do, Vicky? Vicky, what do you do when you got a hater that comes at you? What do you do with the haters, Vicky? What you do? Keep it pushing. You don't even acknowledge them. <laughs> They're invisible. They have no power over you. They need you. You don't need them. They they trying to get your energy. So you just did you listen into the, Did you listen into the show last night? I was listening on the show last night. I sure did. I like the way you handled that. I wanted to give you a round of applause. For sure, I'm giving a good example how to deal with haters. Oh, yeah. And I think I think that's why the little I think that's why the little guy is uh you know I think that's why he's sweating me like that because he because he lacks he, he, he may lack he a, loves he, you. he loves me that's what he it is. He's in love with your energy. 
And he want to be me, probably. That's probably what it is. He want to be you, and he can't be you, so he want to, you know, terrorize, you know, try to cause this core in your in your flow. But you you vibing too high. Well, your currency is too. Your currency and your frequency is too high for him. Right. Well, you know, everybody got that. You know, all 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 seasons. Thank you. And success to all everybody in Moon Magic 28. Everybody. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Stay focused on your magic and your goals. Don't quit. Stay focused. Don't stop focusing. nobody. Especially in your family distraction. Especially in your goals. Because you know why? Because they lack lifestyle visualization. They lack they they lack it. Poverty consciousness, they're not even aware. They don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand what you're doing. Like for me, for example, I'm a black sheep. I'm awake and nobody understands what I'm talking about. So I just stop talking. Stop talking. That's what I'm telling you. Stop stop talking to people who not working magic with you. And not fake magic. You see what I'm saying? Not not bluffing magic. Yeah, real real magic. No emergency magic. Not no, not what kind of magic? No emergency magic. Don't and ever, that emergency. ever do emergency magic. Never ever right. do emergency magic. <laughs> Take emergency magic out of your formula. All the way up. Um, All the so, way up. So look, I got it. I, I got the bonus that I want to play for y'all tonight about wanting. Have you ever said I want something? Uh, Vicky, have you ever said I want something? I no longer say want. I say I desire. Okay, you okay? You already you already got this chapter. You already got this chapter. Okay, good, yeah, good, I good. Hold on, don't, don't spoil it. 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 Let me get on. Uh, let me get over here to everybody and let everybody know why I say never use the word want again. Matthew, listen closely. Aldo, listen closely. Leah, Vicky, uh, Amy. Nine zero four seven seven zero eight six zero. Dana, listen closely. My six zero nine. Even even little old um, even little old uh, Terrain Hicks, who is calling back in here again tonight. Think I'm gonna open his mic up, and he got something to say. Boy, you or something else. You know what I'm saying? You are gonna learn something though. You just stick around here, and you will finally learn something. Want not, okay? Don't 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 want for attention. Don't want to be famous. That's why you ain't famous. That's why you ain't got nothing because you want so hard. And then it's all about being the bigger person too. It's important to be the bigger person because when you show up and do little stuff like that, like this brother got a group that's got over 13,000 people in it, but it's a secret group that he controls, and he's got fake profiles on, on, on Facebook sending out requests trying to get more numbers into his group, but he ain't got nothing authentic for them. And what I learned was it's okay if the brother doesn't have anything good to give up because those people who are dealing with him, he's just a season. He's just a season of them getting misinformation or not really getting really some strong power. And what do they do? That brother is helping me out more than he knows by whatever his efforts are, because then they come over here, and when you taste, when you taste 
um, steak, you don't want hamburger no more. You don't want Happy Meals no more when you get over here with filet mignon. So no more wanting, everybody. Be big people. Want not. Let's get into this right here. Want not. Desire, but never ever want. There's a good reason to watch your words, thought, actions, and states. Every state and thought is acted upon precisely by the universe, by law. Each word carries with it thousands of years of meaning and instructions on how it will be carried out. For example, the word jump invokes specific images in any person's mind, along with the appropriate instructions to execute it. And the universe, which has to assist in that jump, acts accordingly. Laws of physics, spirit, mind, body, coordination, etc. Even as you read this book, the words invoke in you certain things, some of which you can feel right now. Some people by now will excitedly know the words in here will enable them to make big differences in their lives. And that knowing is already starting to make changes unseen. And some people already know this as they read this. In regards to wealth, the most important word to watch out for is want and all its equivalents. Wanting communicates to you and to the universe that you do not have something, first mistake, and that you are in a state of not having it but wishing you did, second mistake. The problem is compounded by the fact that wanting is a perpetual state. In itself, it has no finality. Think about it. You can never get what you want. Never. It only looks like people get what they want, but they never really do so. What actually happens is that very gradually they shift from the state of wanting to other states, and then they get what they had wanted initially. But as long as they are in a state of wanting, they cannot get that which they want. Here's how the illusion of a person getting what they want works. Remember the last time you wanted to eat and you got what you wanted. You ate something. Okay, you wanted something to eat. This is a wanting state. But watch what happened next. You started to go get something to eat. You actually shifted from wanting to a getting state, which has finality. You then shift to the present tense of having, finally, and you appear to have had what you wanted. See, you never did get what you wanted when you were in a wanting state. You had to shift states. This unconscious shifting from a state of wanting to another state is easily done all the time by people, but only for small things. But what if it was something so big, something you had never done before? Would you still get it if you wanted it? Unlike food, it would be harder for you to unconsciously shift from the wanting state because you have not gone through it before. If you found yourself wanting $20, it would be easy for you to unconsciously shift from the state of wanting to getting because you have done it before over and over again. But what if you wanted a million dollars and you have never had more than $20,000 in your life before? Would you be able to shift unconsciously from wanting to getting a million dollars? Most likely not. The solution is this, never want. You can never get what you want. Wanting something very bad is worse. In your thoughts, words, states, and feelings, replace want with desire or wish. Unlike wanting, desire does not necessarily have to mean you do not have something. It is a very subtle difference, and some people may say they are the same thing, but there is a world of difference. Some thesauruses may even say want is interchangeable with desire, but that is simply for some linguistic purposes. Remember, your thoughts are carried out with precision and perfection by the universe. It is the way the system is designed. Wanting is 
carried out with precision, and wanting represents a perpetual state of not having. Desire is not a perpetual state of not having. In fact, it does not necessarily have to mean you do not have what you desire. It is sad and funny to think that billions of people are kept away from what they want by such a simple little difference. It all lies in the precise execution of the universe. Precisely. It is not just the word want that should be avoided. It is the state. It helps nothing to avoid the word want, but to be in a state of want. That is useless. Language is the symbol used to represent things such as state. The word want is a symbol that represents the state of wanting. It is therefore the state that you should avoid first. The symbol, the word itself, is also to be avoided so as to not invoke the state. Please, desire but never want. Here are a few dictionary definitions of the word want. To be without, lack, to be destitute or needy, a defect of character, a fault, to be absent, to be deficient or lacking, to fail, not to be sufficient, to fall or come short, to lack. This is what you communicate to the universe to bring to you when you want something. The universe brings you just that, absence and deficiency. None of these negative definitions is included for the word desire. Now here are some dictionary definitions of the word desire. To express a wish for, request, the natural longing that is excited by the enjoyment or the thought of any good, and impels to action or effort its continuance or possession, an eager wish to obtain or enjoy. Not needing a particular result in the moment of now frees the subconscious mind from all thoughts about why you cannot have a particular result. This in turn opens the path to the particular result that was consciously intended. This is one of the benefits of intending with detachment. You intend a future outcome. You are certain of it, but you are detached as to what is happening in the present moment. For example, assume that you intend to be a millionaire. But in the present moment, events are moving in a way that suggests you're not going towards your goal. You will make the best progress if you are detached from the present moment, meaning you accept it as it is instead of fighting it and getting frustrated by it and losing hope. But regardless of your detachment, keep your certainty about your outcome in the future, about becoming a millionaire. Learn to enable the coexistence of intention, certainty, and detachment in your life, and life will quickly become happy and wealthy for you. Resistance and frustration will slowly fall out and certainty and confidence will grow. You see, you cannot fail to get wealthy if your goals are clear and focused and you are certain, faithful, you believe. It is impossible to fail. Failure would mean breaking the unbreakable laws of the universe. So certainty enables you to relax knowing wealth is on the way, regardless of whatever the present moment may look like. Lack of detachment equates to resistance and what you resist persists. Eliminate all forms of wanting. These include regrets about the past, wishing things are or were different, looking forward to, wishing, wanting, worrying, and throwing your awareness and consciousness out into the future or past. In other words, do not hold on to the past moment. Do not wish you were in the next moment to come, but instead take in the moment of now in its fullness for all the gifts it brings to you. The faster way to create a great future is to simply intend, release, and get back to enjoying here now. Wanting tells the universe to create conditions that keep you in wanting, making it impossible to have what you want unless you get out of the state of wanting and into another state. It is a very subtle 
but important way of seeing life. Never want anything. Wanting makes the universe give you the conditions that create a perpetual state of wanting. Have passion, Mm. have desire, have intentions, but want not. Eliminate the word want in your language and the state of wanting in your thinking and being. Replace it with desire and desiring, like and liking. Wanting creates conditions of perpetual wanting. You never get what you want. If you ever find yourself thinking you do not have something or you are not something, then you are wanting. Wanting is a state of being that professes not having, lacking. It is not just a word in the spoken language. All other things held constant, to the extent that an individual or society eliminates wanting in their language and in their state of being, so will they have wealth and happiness. If you find yourself fighting against want, reread the chapters on quantum physics, abundance, one, and self, and understand truly how, as it has been taught by teachers for thousands of years, you have it all. And even before you ask, it has been given unto you. Logically, scientifically, and spiritually, there is absolutely no reason to want. Of course, there is reason to desire, but none to want. Wanting is a belief in not having. You have it all. Why then would you wish to believe that you do not have it? Now that we have that all clear, let us look at some big and interesting things. We start with your purpose, that uniqueness of you that no one else can duplicate. Let us move on. Come on now. Somebody, somebody talk to me. What do you feel? When you heard that, won't not. You know, I got to start opening some lines up. Let me see here. Dana, your line is open. Uh, Amy, I'm opening you up. Vicky, you you come in open. Leo, you open. Uh, Aldo, you open. Matthew, you wide open. Somebody, somebody, get the ball rolling. You know, what I'm saying before I jump in. When he said won't not, what, what what came to your mind? What were you thinking about when you heard that? I'm sorry. I I was I already knew that because <clears throat> being as though we are this energy. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, is... hold on one second. Hold, hold on, hold on one second. Uh, the sh- uh, mm-hmm. you got to be on the line to go to the after party. The British lady just came on and said I got 90 seconds, so please call in 607-203-5303. Do not hang up anyone because you won't be able to get back in. Uh, 607-203-5303 Please call in And stay on the line We're going into the after party Alright, we've got 60 seconds If anybody's listening on the computer You need to call in So you will be able to tune in As we hit this last bonus work On Won't not Okay, take it away, was that you Leah? Yes so I was saying, being as though that everything in the universe is made out of energy, that means that we are energy, you know, manifested into these physical bodies. We are not the physical bodies. First, we are this energy. So that means we are everything. So to say you want something, you're saying you're denying this energy that you already are. 
So say you want something is to keep asking for it as if you don't already have it within your own consciousness. Everything exists within your own consciousness. If you believe in your consciousness that you are a female or a male, that's already a belief that that is true in your reality. If you believe you own a home, if you believe you're wearing clothes, then you don't want anything because everything you believe about yourself is already manifesting. So just think about all the things that you are believing about yourself. You are already everything. To say you want something is to, to, to deny your own awareness. Mm. Everything exists within that consciousness. You know, so we are all operating with our own individual consciousness. So the only thing that, you know, prevents us from having everything that we desire is basically denying that that powerful awareness that we are. Amen. Amen. Who's next? Who got something else to add on? I don't now don't think I won't jump in. Aldo, Vicky. Hello, this is Vicky. Um, growing up in, um around poverty consciousness and um and being embedded in you I always was told all you always supposed to do is pray and ask God for what you want and he'll give it to you. So, um if I am means God and money, uh, when you say I want money, you're you automatically like begging something outside of yourself mm-hmm. uh, for what you want. And you're asking something outside of yourself to give you permission to have what you already have. If had wealth consciousness and you knew that I am God and money and I am money you wouldn't have to get on your knees and ask something outside of yourself for what mm-hmm. you desire so um, yeah, you have, it's very hard to well it's been a challenge um, reprogramming my conscious mind and my subconscious mind to wealth consciousness because I'm so used to praying outside of myself and I mean, now I've accepted that well consciousness is what I desire, and I'm manifesting it daily. And so now I just speak in affirmation. I am, and I desire from now on. I no longer say any of this uh, permission and outside of myself. And that's when you start um, being empowered and the magic uh, magnifies. And um, momentum increases in your life And that's because you took full responsibility over your life And that's the key thing If you're not willing to take responsibility for your thoughts, words, actions, and deeds And you're still whining and complaining You ain't going to get no change That's it and that's all And what did, right. and what did uh, I tell every? And what did I tell everybody on Monday? You got a choice in this life Do you want to be the locomotive? Or do you want to be the caboose? If you if right. you choose to want, then you are automatically defaulting yourself to be the caboose in life. But when you say I desire, our imagination creates my reality. Like mm-hmm. that's so powerful about my imagination creating the reality that's around me. But he, um, he 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 kept saying, um, what did he say? Abundance. Wait a minute. I got so many notes over here. Momento, por favor. He said, mm-hmm. abundance. 
Imagination is God. Imagination is God, but he said wealth is abundance expressed. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's coming from what I know I want to create. Because if there's nothing new under the sun, then his is desire to come out. And here was the big part. I think he said in this one or the or one before that nobody covered that I want to I want to cover. As soon as you feel the need for something, the universe starts setting up everything in line so it will systematically occur. So remember, when, remember when he said you basically could honestly say that you wrote this book because it, it was a desire of other people to have knowledge about wealth consciousness that caused him to sit down and do his part on one end, his job was to write it. Somebody else's job was to desire it and buy it. Somebody mm-hmm. else wanted the show tonight. All of y'all showed up tonight because, but none of you called me and said, yo, I need you to pick three chapters out of Happy Pocket Full of Money and do this show. But I ended up doing it, and some of y'all been on here every night. See what I'm saying? So it's almost like y'all were the co-program directors of this particular topic. I think you were going to say something, Leah. Uh, Co- uh, yeah, I was saying, so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me Aldo. Go ahead, Aldo. Okay. Yeah, it, it's funny because, you know, when, when you first started the show today, um, I shared it on my page, and um, I was like, you know, come join the train, you know, come join the prosperity train, um, think big, dream big, achieve your goals. And um, I had a, a, a skeptic, uh, you know, because during when I was uh, during this past weekend at the Millionaire Mind State, I had a I had a guy that I met when I was just um when I, before the event started, and I was like, man, you know, haters. I I, I use the word hater, and he's like, man, you should, you should, um, I don't use the word hater. I use skeptic. Hater brings the brings the negative. H- hater has a negative connotation. I I use I use the word skeptic. So I had this skeptic come on who is, is one of my friends um, who I played football with in high school. And um, he's like, oh, let's see how long that train lasts. You know, so I'm saying let's join the train. And he's like, oh, let's see how long that train lasts. And my response was as long as I want it to. So now after hearing that, I'm like, I should have used as long as I desire to. Yeah. As long as I desire, my train is going to keep going. All day, baby. All day. All day. Come on, uh, come on, Leah, whoever was next. Yes, yeah, so I was saying, since the universe always says yes, the universe neither punishes nor rewards. The universe is not a respecter of persons. The universe is always in a state of being. The universe is our source of supply. So this means that our abundance always comes from within, and we are that channel to express it and externalize it. We get confused when we think it's coming from outside of us ourselves. Um. Hello? Yes, yes, yes. Who is that? Somebody else want to come in and chime in? This is Vicky. We are doing ourselves a disservice when we don't acknowledge that the universe is. is there to help, serve, and support what we desire. 
and and to uh, strengthen and grow our consciousness. And deliver. Don't leave out and, deliver. And deliver Don't all time. And deliver. Yeah, deliver. And deliver. Way better than UPS. Absolutely. And, and Give me mine, baby. And, and don't forget that, you know, don't forget the ancestors. You know, like, I noticed when I started stepping up that ancestor of money and reverence, everything just busted open. It's like a... a it's like a breakthrough happens. So continue to reverence your ancestors or because this was on whatever path that you take in and at least acknowledge it because um, it will slow you down if you don't give credit where credit is due. Mm. This is Dana. Can you hear me? Okay, um, so something I always teach is, um, like, there's bad words, you know, you know, the four-letter words, some of them is five, six-letter words, but then there's curse words, things like I can't and I don't know how, but now, you know, tonight I'm just adding one to my curse word list, so, you know, right. and I have to break it down like that, too, and I try to keep it very simple that you can just learn this. This is for anybody to learn. Like I always say, I was created for wealth so that I could break generational curses and show, you know, regardless of what has happened in my bloodline, this is how it ends. This is where it begins. You know, you go through this just to show others how easy it is. It's not that complicated. So um, I love this. I love when he said wanting is a perpetual state of not having. So that, that added, you know, fuel to the fire. Want is never coming out of the mouth again. <laughs> What oh, yeah. is not happening? So, and that's easy to break down and teach like that too. I like that. I I I, I need to listen to this whole thing tonight. I'm going to do that. I like that. Bom, Can bom, I say bom. something before I go, Kayer? Oh, absolutely not. No. no, I don't want you to say. I don't want you to say nothing else. You can't talk no more. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> so this is I, this this is what made it real easy for me to just stand in my truth, and this was that. There has always been a universal belief in two powers. So once we acknowledge the universe for what it really is, which is abundance, and we let go of the belief in error, which means lack, limitations, fear, dis-ease, whatever the case may be, that is not the absolute truth. Once we let error go and the false belief, we can live in that truth. That's that one power. There are no two powers. Bum, 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 bum. That's why I, in that in the Reverend Ike, that's what that's what he says. He says there's all there's only you wasn't on the you wasn't on the uh you wasn't on the first call. Listen to the beginning of this right here. I want to say this is. again because it has to do here, it applies here with the second commandment of money that tells us that money hath is and if you say the wrong thing about money, money will flee from thee. 99.9% of the people talk money away from it. 99.9% 
should of the people think money away from them. Most people are in what I call self-conflict. A hyphenated term. Sister Mary is going to write that on the screen so that we can get rid of all self-conflict. The absolute truth of the matter is that you are really your only enemy. You are even your own devil. Before the um, you know, before they uh, before their alarm clock went off, 
Where's 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 it's a um it's some it's some video on YouTube about my man pretending to be asleep. I think it's Dan Act yeah, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, he's 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 he's, he's acting like he's a, uh he's acting like he's asleep. Hold on, Bill Murray sleep. Let me see, can I uh yeah, what about Bob? That's what it is. What about Bob? Nineteen ninety one and fifty three seconds. Don't worry, I'm about to I'm about to post it on my um I'm about to post it on my Facebook page about sleepy headed people and when you come in to give them this information, they don't wanna listen to Leah. You know what I'm saying? They don't wanna do that. They wanna say, You know what? Um, well I didn't really get the message or I didn't get the memo. Man, nobody had to um nobody had to force you. Nobody had to force me to wake is, up. Nobody held a gun to my head. We can only influence people. We can't make anyone do anything. Oh, I don't even try to influence them. I am an influence. I am an inspiration, but a bit, but I ain't gonna force it on you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody out here is waiting on this. They are waiting on Kaya, so let's get it. When people get well, the information, your show is absolutely amazing. I have to go and I just I'm thankful for you know being been working on the show and for all your information. So give me a lot of props right now. <laughs> Yay. She gave me a lot of props. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for thank you for joining too. And I'm um I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you the recording uh for that Reverend Ike. I'm gonna put that in your inbox. Okay, thank you again. Good night everybody. Good night, peace. All Good right. night, peace. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm glad all of y'all hung around for the after party. I definitely appreciate it. Um, and I had a lot of fun tonight. Did, did anybody else learn? Did anybody learn something tonight? Or walk away with I something to use tomorrow? You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm empowered. I'm empowered to do more work than I've been doing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm about to about. increase my list. Yeah, man. And look, when you make your goal list, this is why I made my, I ain't going to say I made a mistake, but I just started writing goals down. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to number the ones I have thus far, and then I'm going to keep on going to 100. I'm going to make my list. I'm a I'm a number it out first, and then I'm gonna come back and fill it in, so I can see how much closer I am to getting to my hundred. You see what I'm saying? Because these desires, man, I'm telling you, ever since I started listening to this happy pocket full of money, I just been like on fire, yo. I've been on. I fire. need to get that too. That, oh man, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. About it. Just. You got your inbox over there. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got the jewels. I got the jewels. Um, yes, sir. Also, also, did somebody say coach? Yes, coach? this was Vicky. This was Vicky that okay. said coach. Um, this half yes, a ma'am. pocket full of money. You you've been sampling it for a while now. Are you going? Are you going to drop us a gift? Or or is it a file? Where I don't get it at. Can I can I, can I rub your back and rub your feet? Hey, now you know. I'm the Buddha. You know, I mean, you know, I'm trying to be seductive and persuasive with you. 
Hey, I, I don't mind coming to Atlanta giving you direct one-on-one services. It's necessary. Hey, word <laughs> up, word up, word up. Would you like anybody, to house anybody, Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you call? Any, yes, yes. Come on, man. Come on, this is me. This is me. Don't even look. And your wish is your command. That's all I'm going to tell you. If you look around, you you won't even have to look far. You might already have that already. This big old pretty house you got up here as your um on your cover photo. About 14 bedrooms and 22 baths. I see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see you. So, yeah, this happy pocket, man, some serious life-changing. Um, and... I'm just overflowing with joy, and I'm glad that everybody who stayed on the line tonight. Um, don't forget, tonight is the last night to sign up for Moon Magic. The code is FREE50. If you want to get a $50 um, discount on one month of Moon Magic, or if you want to get $50 off one month of Moon Magic plus a two-hour astrological consultation for me, the astrological consultation and Moon Magic is $300 uh Value and if you hit it and put it in the box, moonmagic28.info, and then you put the keep 50, you get it for $150. So you got until in the morning, I guess, because we're moving on to the next phase. So, really, I did this to help me program my mind on what my plan is for the next 28 days. See, my plan for the next 28 days may simply be to write 100 goals down. It might just be just as simple as that. Like everybody that's on the call has already admitted that they don't have 100 goals written down, and everybody on here is over, I would say it's safe to assume that everybody is over 30 or over 25. So in your whole life, you ain't took the time to write down 100 goals. Why wouldn't it be? feasible to sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to take all month to write these goals down and do something with it, you know. Even in Moon Magic, now we go a little further than just writing 100 goals down. We go to what is my definite purpose. Like That's what I'm about to get into is writing out my definite purpose, my flight plan. Y'all even got me thinking about doing another show tomorrow called Lifestyle Visualization. I might say yes, that yes. like as soon as I Yes, 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 oh, yes. Lifestyle visualization. Listen, listen. Or or what I might do, I might have to make it a private one and just do a Facebook Facebook live in inside of um inside the Moon Magic twenty eight group. So if you're not in the Moon Magic twenty eight group, you might miss it. You know, I I I wanna make sure um that I'm utilizing you know, different platforms for getting the message out. Um, but I know Blog Talk, man, a lot of people have been missing me from Blog Talk, and I love doing Blog Talk radio, so I just want to get back in the saddle. So I definitely want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and uh, supporting Coach. Thank all the Take y'all out Oh my goodness I meant to give y'all this one And then Do one more Q&A So all I'm going to do Is just hit this one right here This is my 
This is my newest version. It ain't my newest. It's my next to newest version of Reverend Ike all the way up. I want to see what y'all thoughts are. But he gives you the money mantra, and I want to see who catches it. When somebody asks you how you, what is, what are the do, what is the doctrine of your church? All right. So everybody, we in this new church. And tomorrow, if somebody say, what is the doctrine of your church? Wait till you get to this section right here, and this is what I want y'all to tell them. Listen closely. And now we rush along to Reverend Ike's eighth commandment of money. Thou shalt not deny money. If thou deny money, money will deny thee. If thou art accused of having much money, deny it not. Never say, I don't have any money, even if you don't. Let the weak say, I am strong. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, never deny money. And never jokingly deny money. I'm going to ask for some confessions right here, right now. I'm going to set up the confessional. Yes, I believe in confession. But I'm not going to let you hide in a booth. I'm going to make you tell it right out here before everybody. How many of you jokingly have had people say to you, Oh, you sure look good. You must have a lot of money. And you smile with that modesty and say, Oh, no, I don't, I don't have no, no, no. How many of you have ever done that? Raise your cotton pickers. Here we go. Never do that again. Never in any way. Down with false modesty of every kind. If somebody says you look good, smile and look better. If somebody says you look rich and accuses you of having a lot of money, smile and receive it. I remember some years ago a magazine wanted to take pictures of my Rolls Royce collection. Why are you laughing? I have to have something to ride in until the chariot gets here from the sky. Swing low, sweet Rolls Royce, coming for to carry me on. Well, anyway, we had 10 or 12 of our Rolls Royces lined up in front of this hotel and around this park in Beverly Hills. And a very cultured lady came out and said to a member of my staff, my goodness, who do all of these cars belong to? She said, whoever these cars belong to, he must be God. When the news reached my ears, I said, she doesn't know how correct she is. It all belongs to my father. After I had been blessed with the second Rolls Royce, I stopped at a filling station in Boston and people gathered around looking at the Rolls Royce and a man from across the street came over and said, who does this Rolls Royce belong to? And he addressed the question to me and I said to him, it belongs to my father. 
So he turned around and began to cross the street, the street and looked back and said to me, Yes, and his son sure is spending his money. <laughs> Never deny money. Repeat after me, I make it my business to think, act, and look like I have money. Now, don't you forget that. Don't you Always forget Always put your best foot forward. Put your best Act foot forward. Think rich. Rich. Think Feel rich. rich. Feel rich. Someone asked me the doctrines of my church some time ago, and I said, the doctrines of my church Ah, look good, feel good, smell good. You know, if you, if you look like you've got something, people will give you something. Have it happen to me all the time. People just give me things. The reason I kept buying Rolls Royce is because after I got the first one, I saw people, how, how people reacted to Rolls Royces. It is unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> you can park in places where they don't want you to park. They'll just motion you to come right up and park right in front. <laughs> they won't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Let's continue. Repeat after me. I must. Let's continue. Repeat after me. I must become that which I say I am. Therefore, I boldly declare, Therefore, I am rich. I see it and feel it. I am rich in health, happiness, love, success, prosperity. Continue. Repeat after me. One more time. One more time. One more time. Every time. I must become that which I say I am. Therefore, I boldly declare.
Now just imagine if you was up in that church right there. Come on now. What I mean just 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 imagine if you was up in that joint right there and the preacher told you to say, I am rich and he held out money for all them bars. Did you hear that, Aldo? Did you hear that? Oh yeah. That 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 charged me up. Come on, man. And that's in your inbox already. Who on fire? Who on fire? who 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 need me to call the fire department? I, I am. Call I am. the fire department. <laughs> Call the fire department. Let me let me I say know. this. Let me do. Let me put this in. Let me tell you this. I, I got about twenty people that will tell you something I've been saying forever, and a lot of people don't like me for this, and it's okay. I never allow myself when they ask for money. I don't say I don't have it, and I tell everybody that I didn't taught old, grown, young babies. Never say I ain't got it. I'll never say I'm broke to please somebody else. I never allow myself like that. Never. I just say Never. no. <laughs> yeah, I just say no. I don't loan money. I ain't going to say I ain't got it. I just don't loan money. I might give right. it to you, but I ain't loaning no money. Right. And I ain't going right. to say I'm right. broke. Right. I ain't going to say I ain't got it. I like that. I went to that church. I went to that church in my full length fur, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could go to that church right there in a the miniskirt. That church right there, you can have a low-cut low blouse. You can have a short skirt and the heels. You can have the same Saturday outfit on that you wore to this club coming on into this. It's prosperity, man. Prosperity is sexy. You understand? Oh, Show what you understand. Come on. I can still be a tantrica in there. What? Come on, man. This is God. This is God first universal healing temple ministries. And I am the head reverend. I am the head pastor. The name of the church is God first. Universal Temple Healing Ministries, and yes, you can come in here as you are. Ain't nothing but ta- if it's if it's a ta- if it's a tantrika standing behind the pulpit, then why can't it be some out there in the audience? You see what I'm saying? What? Listen, the name of the the other song I should have had on here tonight was "Ain't No Stopping Us Now." I think I'm gonna go find that instrumental right there and put that on some more Reverend Ike. I got this other Reverend Knight that I'm going to play tomorrow on this uh, lifestyle where he talks about um, the attitude that you're supposed to have. Um, it's a formula for why big money has not come to you yet. It's a formula for why the big money has not come to you yet. So if you thought you was hyped over listening to the All the Way Up Reverend Knight remix, which is way better than the Jay-Z version. It's way better than oh, the, yeah. than the uh, West, West Side version. I, and, and everybody knows I'm a Jay-Z fan. But, however, when you see this right here, you just have to be like, yo, all the way up. If you need, if you don't already have all of these, this is the prosperity mixtape that I'm giving away at CoachKyer.com. All you got to do is just put your name, put your email address in there, click. The I want it, I want to claim it, and then it'll be right there in your inbox, just like that. Easy breezy. Oh, some like of y'all should that. already, some of y'all should already have it, but I be giving this away in my sleep because the more people that I, the more people that I help um, with their prosperity, then the more wealth is going to come back to me. See what I'm saying? So I am. I, I uh, got a question. Uh huh. Is that who um, um, Richard Pryor was playing in in Car Wash, Reverend Ike? Reverend, 
I'm not sure. He could have been influenced by Reverend Ike. I mean, like the character. I mean, I'm y'all not might not sure. been born when the car wash came out, but Google that. I'm gonna I don't have to know. Google that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why you keep thinking that everybody on here is, <laughs> is young. I found young. I found young. I appreciate it, but uh, yeah, I found young. That's all I can tell you. But um, I'm gonna have to Google. Yeah, that. I like that. So look, also, I want to see some. I want to. I'm getting ready to put. Um, I'm getting ready to put. Let me see your notes. Uh, let me see your notes from tonight's show. Take a picture so I can let people know what they're missing. Um, if you missed the show, click here to catch the replay. Bam. All right. So, like I said, I want to thank everybody who decided to come out, spend some time with Coach tonight, learn a little something. Now that you don't heard all that tonight, you don't heard, you don't heard the, you don't heard the goals, you don't heard the won't not, you don't heard double doses of Reverend Ike. What's the one thing that you can just like without even looking at your notes that really stood out to you tonight? I desire Anybody more. First? Mm. She said she made it succinct. I desire more. Good gracious. Absolutely. Anybody else? Aldo, Dana? Hey, that's the same thing. Desire. Desire, desire. Whatever I desire, I should have. Not to say want. Desire or I'd like. I'd like. (laughs) I got that mantra um, down, too. I like that mantra. (laughs) Which one? Look good, I am feel rich, good, smell I good. See rich, I feel rich. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you wrote that one down? Oh, I sent you that picture already. Now, come on, this is me. <laughs> come on, now I'm I'm, I, I'm working I the board. I'm working. I'm working a. I'm working a ton. I'm working a ton of things right now. So work work with me now. There's a whole lot going on over here to try to run the switchboard and keep up with any inboxes at the same time. So. I just posted that on I'm, my page. Okay, I sent you that picture. I must become that which I say I am, therefore I boldly declare. Bam. Bam, bam. I boldly <laughs> declare. I am rich. Yes. Yeah. Wait wait till y'all play this in your car with the windows down at the stoplight. That's when you're really going to see what's popping. I was in Uber in California, and my man handed me the cord. And he was like, you can listen to whatever music you want, sir. I was like, are you for real? He was like, anything you want. And we had like 20 minutes to go where I was going to. We was coming from Hollywood over to Cochran. And, boy, I plugged it in and put it on. I was like, well, turn it up then. I said, how loud can I turn it up? He said, loud as you want. He was a cool dude, too, a white dude, cool as hell, like a skateboarder. I turned it up. He got about, by the time we got on the highway, he turned it down. He was like, who is this? I said, man, just turn it back up and keep listening. And he was sitting there reciting right, right along with me. I was in the back seat shouting, and he was in the front seat shouting. I'm talking <laughs> about, like, you, you just can make relationships like that quickly when you are exhibiting this type of um, this type of fire, when you emit this type of energy, man. People, more, more people want to be around you. Successful people want to be around you. And like I said, the universe will start 
setting up things where your goals will start to come to you, look like it just be all accidental and stuff, but it ain't accidental. Everything is just already lined up. I also want to give a shout-out to all these folks who didn't raise their hand tonight. The 904 is in the building, 770-860-609. and Thank you all for staying all the way to the end of the show. Y'all know, as uh, with every other show, we have went out listening to our um, what the topic was, and the topic tonight was the third part of the goals. Oh, as soon as I said something, the 904 wanted to raise their hand. 904-508, your microphone is wide open. Can I get the name where you call it from, please? This is Christine Reed in Currently, I'm calling from Idaho, Florida, on my way back to Jackson, so that's why I didn't want to raise my hand. Oh, Lord, no, that is loud in here. <laughs> it is. We got a lot of background noise, but we appreciate you for listening in tonight. Did you enjoy the show? Oh, yeah. Excellent, yeah, I excellent, enjoyed it a lot. excellent. I want you to get All on right. your 100. Are you closer to your 100 yet? Oh, almost. I got you. Okay, good, 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 good. I like that. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. All right. Drive safely. I will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, till tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, we'll try to keep you all down to about an hour. The night I knew it wasn't going to be no hour. I was ready to go all all the way up. So I appreciate it, and I'm going to leave you all with this part three of goals. Don't forget, go to Facebook, leave your pictures. I know you already sent them to my inbox, Dana, but put them on my page so people can see them. Aldo, put your feng shui pictures up there. All the pictures that you posted in your timeline while this was on the show, I want that's a part of your notes. So I want you all posting that on the page tonight. Think big, only use the word desire, wish, and let it come to you because you are God and beside you there is no other. It's Coach Kyrie and I'm out. A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gikandi, read by John Wayne Myers. Disc 3 Target dates for goals are best set to the eternal moment of now. Even if you are setting a goal that you would like fulfilled 10 years from today, state it and think of it in present tense. Setting an arbitrary date in the future introduces a state of wanting and waiting. Wanting prevents achievement. Arbitrary target dates also interfere with the natural functioning rate of the universe, which you do not usually know. When you say, by the end of next year I will be a millionaire, how do you know that you could not have become one by the end of next month? Anyway, the only real time and place there is in the universe is now, here. Be exact. Define your goals and visions exactly. If you aim at nothing, be sure that you will get nothing specific. Talent, intelligence, and hard work without exact goals often lead to frustration. Thoughts take time to manifest into physical reality. Most people only think a few months ahead. Today they may think, I need to buy a house soon, and then they start stressing over it and struggling to get it. That is the haphazard short-term approach. Try long-term. 
Imagine the power of setting goals 30 years in advance. By listing down and visualizing daily everything you would ever like to have over the next 30 years, you set in motion the forces of thought power in the universe well in advance. Even if you do not wish to buy a house now, as long as you know that one day you would or might wish to buy one, start visualizing it now. Thoughts take time to manifest into physical reality, so the earlier you start, the better. Life then starts working automatically. You start realizing your goals in time without stress and time pressure. Things simply fall into place. Remember that in your 30 years goal setting, even though you think you need something 25 years from now, set and think of that goal in present tense. Now. I am and not I will have. The universe will take care of the appropriate timing for you. You have to know where you would like to go if you wish to make sure that you get there. Otherwise, you will not get there. Have goals, plans, images, and visions. Have journals to record, track, and refine them. Without goals, plans, images, and visions, you will either not go very far or not as far as you are capable of going. How many goals should you have? You can never have more than enough. The wealthiest people have hundreds. Some have thousands. Some have so many goals it would take 200 or 300 years to have them all manifest. You should aim at having at least 5,000 goals. Understand the nature of goals. Number one, goals are images of the mind, the stuff that the universe uses to create. So the more you have, the more you give the universe to work with, and nothing is impossible or difficult for the source. Number two, goals have a tendency to just come true in the most unexpected times and sequences. The more goals you have, the richer your life experience will be. Number three, when you reach a goal, its power disappears. You no longer have a driving force and the universe no longer has anything to work with. So the more goals you have, the better. A person with one goal will achieve less than one with 100 goals. A person with 100 will achieve less than one with 1,000 goals. The fewer goals you have, the more you will achieve less results or the results of other people. The more you set, the more you get. How could you possibly have 5,000 goals? Easy. Think of details and of everything. List everything, even small things like have lilies in my garden, decorate my grandmother's house for her, fly in the Concord, stay at the Ritz, donate to the Wildlife Conservation Fund, buy a BMW convertible, a Jeep, a jet, a boat, have a saltwater aquarium in my living room. Get my father a golf set. Buy books for orphan children. Take a trip to the Great Wall of China. Meet these people. Date these type of people. Work with these type of people. These type of shoes. Clothing from this designer. These type of chairs from this shop. These ski boots. See these places in these countries. And so on. You can never run out of things which you would love to do, be, and see in this planet. The more you have them in your awareness, the more you will start meeting with coincidences in your life that make them come true. Life starts working magic and you have passion and excitement. Remember, wealth is abundance expressed. Again, wealth is abundance expressed, translated into physical, manifested. Abundance is all there is. It is your true nature and the nature of life. When you think of wealth, do not think only of money and business. Think of everything, everything that you wish to have, do, be, or see in your life and the lives of others. All life. Here is the greatest insight. You are merely an observer. Life gives under life all on its own. In any case, it all exists. All you do is observe and experience. Try to understand this. You are an observer with a body to experience your observations. It is what you choose to observe and experience that determines what you observe and experience. It is all there for you automatically. 
So choose many things, and you will see many things. Another thing you should understand about goals and thoughts is this. Your goals are caused by you and everyone else, and vice versa. In other words, when you intend to have a boat, it causes an inspiration in a person suited to build boats to get into the boat business. It also inspires all the necessary events and middle people to take part appropriately to bring about your having that boat. Everybody wins. What do you think caused this book to be written for you? It is the effect of your previous desire to be wealthier, the desire of billions of other people to be wealthy, and my desire to spread wealth and be it. It is because you desire that a thing is created. Without your desire, nothing is created, and all you desire is created. You can correctly say that you wrote this book. Life gives unto life. You are an observer with a body to experience your observations. That is how it works. You observe what you choose to observe. You experience what and how you choose to experience. The more goals you have, the more you allow life to work through you for the good of all. Life's ultimate goal is to express itself, and it does so effortlessly, following your exact intentions and beliefs. Once you see this clearly, you will know without a shred of doubt that what you wish to have wishes to be with you more than you wish to be with it. Life wishes for nothing more than to express itself. So do not be shy now. Have very many goals. Do not make the mistake of making your goals only in money terms. Wealth is abundance expressed. Abundance means plenty of everything. Money is only a small aspect of wealth. Many people fail to get wealthy because they plan their goals in terms of money only. They say something like, make enough money to buy that car or make a million dollars to buy a house. There is a huge error in that sort of goal setting. A close error to that is the error of having huge financial goals and very few other goals. Some people may set goals like make a billion dollars, but they have very few other goals. Why are both of these an error? Try to understand this clearly. Life is images of the mind expressed. It is that simple. Life is also precise. You automatically get exactly the amount of money needed to realize your most precise and certain images of your mind. And although you may think that money is the only way to get a certain thing that you like, life knows that there are many other ways of getting it, not just through purchase with cash. So if you have very few other goals and images in your mind, if you hardly think of anything else except money, there will not be much material for life to work with. To illustrate, imagine that it was possible to open a person's mind up for examination. Now imagine there were two fictitious people, Jorg and Lee, and they both wished to become wealthy. Lee wished to have a billion dollars, and that is all they thought about. On examination, Lee's mind showed few images of anything else. Even concerning his business or job, there were a few images or goals related to customer numbers, quality, products, and so on. There are also few images and goals on all other aspects of his life. Lee just had a strong wish, desire, and goal of becoming a millionaire. Now, Jorg also wished to be wealthy. However, unlike Lee, she also had cultivated many interests and desires in all aspects of her life. Her mind, on examination, was full of vibrant images of a wide variety of many things. It even had specifics on small details such as the clothes she wished to have, places to travel to, the deco in her offices, ways she wished her customers treated her, gifts she wished to give to her loved ones, and the rest of the world, and so on. Now the question is, all other things held constant, who do you think became wealthier and in a much easier and seemingly coincidental and lucky way? Jorg, of course, will be the wealthier, 
and in an easier way. Life ensures that all of your mind's images that you hold true and clear are fulfilled. It's okay to wish to be a billionaire, but how exactly do you visualize a billion dollars? You see, the lack of lifestyle visualization is why many people fail to achieve their financial goals. It is very hard to visualize and hold fast in your mind a billion dollars. But it is extremely easy to visualize the lifestyle and business of a billionaire. Do not separate your financial life and goals from the rest of life, for the financial goals are only a means to an end, not an end in themselves. Remember, money is a shadow of value, a medium of exchange. Your goals should be on the value and the exchanges, not on the money, the shadow. Be of this state of mind that the source, life, God, only says yes to you. Never know. The only question then is this. What is it that you are asking for and do you believe it? Yet, never ask and tend, for even before you ask, it has been given to you. Whatever you ask for, whatever you intend, believingly, shall be yours. Without vision, we perish. The Bible. A major reason why people fall out of riches is that their goals reduce and their images of their mind fall. Sometimes this happens when something new comes into their life and they forget their original passion that got them wealthy in the first place. This new thing could be the birth of a child, the finding of a love partner, the achieving comfort, especially when a person comes from a poor background and gets rich and so on. None of these things is bad, but it is good to know and keep in mind that if you ever find yourself going down, re-examine your goals and mental images. That is a powerful start to your finding out what is happening to your life for life is images of the mind expressed. Read many magazines on all topics. Magazines give you ideas, images, goals, desires, and much more. The more images of mind you have, the richer your life will be. All other things held constant, to the extent that an individual or society has positive and grand goals in the right way, so will they have wealth and happiness. This wraps up our journey into thinking in the right way for wealth. Images, thoughts, and goals need to be in a certain way. They then need to be fitted into the bigger picture. In reality, thinking is step two of the wealth creation process, but it is the most often involved active step in wealth. Never, ever forget, however, that thinking is step two of wealth creation. It is very important that you always remember this. So what is step one? It is being, first cause. It is that which causes thought, that from which thought springs, that without which thought would not be. Let us dive in deeper still. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Cause and effect, the prime law of the universe. Here is the most important law of the universe. Here is a prime key to wealth consciousness. If you live by this, you cannot fail to get wealth. The understanding and living by the law of cause and effect guarantees that you shall not fail to cause the events you wish to experience, that you shall predict outcome and figure out the causes of your situations. Simply learn this law well and read the chapter on conditions and on success and you will be well on your way to wealth and happiness. Wealth is created when you correctly plug your tools of creation, powered by faith, into the law of cause and effect. The law of cause and effect is the prime law that runs the universe. It is the number one law. Every spiritual and scientific teacher has sought to teach it. 
They may have said you reap what you sow, or you get what you give, or what goes around comes around, or karma, or consequences, or every action has an equal and opposite reaction, or many other similar statements. Quantum physics is now teaching us how this works, exactly, on a subatomic level, as we shall soon see in later chapters. Here's what we are now discovering. It is multiplicative. In other words, you will not only one day experience what you cause others to experience or its equivalence, but also you will do so multiplicatively. If you cause others to experience wealth and happiness, it will come back to you and you will experience it as well. But as a bonus, you will experience much more than you caused others to do so. Life is about growth. This is so for every experience imaginable. At some point in the complex of the space-time continuum, at some point in your life, by law, you experience a multiple of what you cause others to experience. Nothing escapes this law. Even if you cannot see with your limited five physical senses right now where it is happening, know that it happens. Use this to create massive wealth. Scientists now agree that nothing can be observed without being affected by the observer. In fact, they have concluded that even their experiments must be done in a double-blind fashion to get anywhere close to accuracy because the expectation of the scientists affects the outcome of the experiment. Even this cannot create an independent experiment. The thing being observed is created and recreated by the observer. Scientific evidence, especially in quantum physics, shows that you are at cause for all that you see in your world. Cause others to experience wealth massively. Increase their wealth consciousness massively, and you will experience wealth massively. Look at life today. Any business that deals with the increasing of people's productivity and connectivity always becomes a very big self-sustaining business. It may not be a perfectly good business, but it is big and self-sustaining. Software, networks, transport, electronics, and such businesses improve people's productivity and standard of living, and in return, they grow. But that is only a scratch on the surface. Even more magnificence will come our way when we start building businesses that deliberately are designed to give rather than receive. Businesses designed to cause first that other people get wealthy. Future businesses will be designed to cause growth that is true growth and not growth with serious side effects somewhere else. These businesses will cause elevation of populations from a lower standard of living to a higher one and elevations in their consciousness and well-being. The more you cause others to have in wealth, the more you will have in wealth effortlessly. Whatever you wish to get, give it away first. This is the fastest path. Whatever you wish to have, cause another to have it first. What you reap, you will sow. Karma, the law of cause and effect. This law never fails, and eventually you always harvest what you sow. It is in your best interest to sow good seeds. Do not be unjust to anyone unless you wish to have injustice turn back to you.